1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of One Nation Radio. I'm your host, James Boyd. Today, I'm doing the recording, I'm doing the production, I'm doing all that stuff. I think the only thing Rich gave this week was the uh, show list. So, with that said, what's going on, Rich? When is it time for you to put in your half, Rich?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. um, Yeah, I'm here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I got like this whole moving thing going on over like the next month or so. Um and I don't know, my system had been acting up and it actually is sounding a little better uh over here now. So hopefully I, you know, will be hosting the show soon again. Um, you know, I'll be able to at least. Uh but yeah, a lot happened this week in wrestling and I am ready to get to
1: it. So real quick before we transition to the fake fighting, like so you say you move it, so you move to the apartments with parlay them folk. Who parlay, you know (sighs) parlay. (laughs) yeah you can say that (laughs) okay yeah anyway so (laughs) (laughs) what Uh, yeah just total goofy episode so uh all right so week two of aw dynamite yes Um, sir where do you want to start, man? Do you want to start with 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 Chris Jericho, or do you want to start with Private Shit. Party, or do you want to start with like what was like the indie version of um of like an Avengers movie at the end with all the all <laughs> of the <laughs> intricate stories put together in this clash of people fighting? What do you want to do? Where do Shit. you want to start?
0: Uh, I guess we just start with an overall uh, tone for okay. week two and everything. Now, um, week one, I was like that's a solid as fuck show, right. right? And then this week I was like, yes, this is a great fucking show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I can come out here and stick my chest out about this week, like how uh, how much I enjoyed it and uh, everything else. I, I felt like they did like a lot of solid things, um, you know, uh, as far as like getting a bunch of chess pieces moving, uh, as well as just doing another well-received show that just achieved a little bit higher, I think um then last week and hopefully they can keep it going because it's my favorite thing in wrestling right now and um i think you had like three big like major things on this show like you had that private party and young bucks match which is one of the best tv matches of the year um you have chris jericho just completely melting the competition and uh making himself look like a fucking superstar all in one. Oh, you also had Darby Allen, like his emergence, like continuing from Fighter Fest all the way to here. Uh, and that manifested at the very end uh, after the main event. So, as you mentioned, uh, all these dudes running up with all these stories and you can see them all in real time. All the programs kind of just being paired off. Um, I thought it was very impressive. The show is so well booked. This company has been well booked for the most part. Um you know, for for everything that has to do with uh, Darby Allen, you know, in his you know trajectory, I was in our Facebook group, like thinking about, or our group chat, thinking about, like you know how the job they done with Darby Allen has compared to someone like Shorty Gable, you know. <laughs> so I was just like, man, uh, and, and I'm really ready for you know Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho. Darby Allen is 22 years old. What? And and he's going to be like you know on that, on the grandest stage against Chris Jericho, who's like at another career peak. You know, it's almost like Bill Simmons with Chris Jericho, like when he was writing about all these peaks that Michael Jordan had, these different kinds of of, of eras. I feel like Jericho's peaking again in his career. Yeah. So, what'd you think of the show, James?
1: Um, I feel like I think I gave the show the first episode of, of Dynamite and a. Um just a flat A, this would probably be an A plus, right? Um I it improved upon some of the things I had problems with. Like we had baby faces actually not get their ass kicked in left and right all show long, right? So we also Um I mean i really at this point My only real concern is is like when are the cameramen and the camera director gonna get their shit together on these dives? Like when are they gonna stop missing every three dives? Mm-hmm. outside of that, like this show. And the thing when it comes to booking is booking doesn't have to be perfect and give me exactly what I want. What it has to do is be able to, for me anyway, I'm just talking for me has to be able to show me a direction and a path, um, in a, in a, in things playing off of what happened previously to where I feel my times invested. And also when there are things that may not make sense or things that, um, you can have, you can question, they explain it and tie it off with a nice bow. So when you get to the wins and losses talk and all that stuff, and then Neville shows up and, and says, uh, "How come I don't have a match? I beat you know I beat two big bang or two big bangers. What the fuck? Um, two, <laughs> two heavy hitters.
0: <laughs> two buff, <laughs> two <laughs> buff necks. <laughs> you know,
1: yes, yeah, two buff necks. <laughs> 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 wow. All right, so." Uh, Two heavy hitters is another euphemism for it uh and and neville um, beating' uh, not will pack in, in a beating um you know uh hangman the hangman and also kenny um and he shows up and says like why am I not in a position to be to have a title shot? What's going on? Like I have as good a record as anyone else. I haven't. Lo- I've only lost one time in all of wrestling in the last two years. Like so that at least explains it away. whereas, like he's getting. He's he's a heel is kind of getting screwed by the commission or the powers that be or whatever. Um, in the matchmakers, if you want to say, or the EVPs, if you will. So. That's all being, you know, not neatly taken care of to an ex- to an extent. So for me, like, I love this show. Like, I think
0: Jericho like blacked out. Um, I think there are people that are saying that's the best promo of his career. I mean, that covers I, a lot of ground. I, don't really so cover... I can't, I, I can't just like off the top of my head like think like everything that Chris Jericho's done. Right? I mean, and, as far and, and easily say like, yo that was definitively it, but right. it was a career highlight, I'll say that.
1: Okay, well, I mean, the only thing that really comes to mind, and keep in mind, like, you watch more Jericho than I did, but, I mean, uh, I think the festival, the festival of Friendship thing is the only thing that I think that immediately comes to mind, right? So that would be up there, but I, I, like, I heard a lot of talk about the love for this promo, and the only, only promo I think, I, um, in North America anyway, that I think is on par is like, Roman's comeback from cancer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know any other pr- promos from this year that I can think of. I mean, I'm, there, I'm sure there are a few. I'm 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 forgetting, but just that comes to mind. That's the only one I can think of. That's the only one I would even think of as better. Uh, so yeah, he killed it, and it was. It's so funny that AEW. We talk about how much um, there's so much WCW vibes off of it, but like Jericho in the ring cutting that promo with. With Hager and um, <laughs> Ortiz, and or- yeah, yeah, Ortiz Ch- and Ch- Santana Ch- and, Ch- 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 and at yeah, the Screen, yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Guevara. Like it, it felt like an addit- It felt like a Monday Night Raw promo. Like that was like the corporation, and that's, and he was like Vince. If Vince could have, you know, worked at a high level back then, like it, it felt like. It felt like I was flipping channels between Nitro and Raw watching that promo. It was awesome. Um so yeah, like I, I mean we can go through it, but like I had I had um I really enjoyed that show between especially the first hour or first 40 minutes of the show. It was incredible.
0: So show opened up, uh private party and the young bucks. Uh they run the videos, and I think some of these videos are from the road twos, if I'm not mistaken. But um, they give you like the idea like the Young Bucks had scoured the country looking for talent, you know, for this promotion and came across this team Private Party, who they wrestled, you know, at their last show in the indies and signed them, essentially. And now these guys are here in the tournament against these dudes. And what happens is, you know, this is a mirror match, essentially. Like <laughs> I saw their match at Hog, and I saw this one, and I would give this one the edge just slightly over that one. And I was like, this is Uh, Rich Ladder Pro Wrestling Nirvana. Um, (laughs) And I, um, you know, I had been very strong on the Young Bucks uh, winning the tag team tournament just because, like, you know, I think they have to be careful about not beating these dudes like and treating them like they're not special. And, you know, I, um, I was shocked that that this happened and it was funny because um you know er everyone's waiting for it as we've seen in pro wrestling for the history of pro wrestling you know people that are on top pushing themselves and what this is showing me is that the elite are really unselfish in a lot of aspects and conscious i don't know if it's unselfishness or them being so conscious of what has has like done people in in the past that they're trying really hard to overcorrect um Time will tell if this was a mistake or not, but I mean, Private Party got made into super, uh, stars in the super stars in a night. I could say that, <laughs> yeah. This is some real
1: one, two, three kid shit, yeah. Um, so for me, thinking about it, well, especially after by the end of the show, I'm thinking like this is a triple, maybe not a home run as far as putting over uh Private Party, but it's a triple. It's like you get a team that people like already, um, and already have, are already clearly talented. You got them, you know something. They get to have another match where they get to wrestle their heart off and eventually lose to Lucha Bros next week, right, or two weeks from now. Um, then you also have the thing of like, look, this is this all elite, but that's just a name. We we're not selfish bookers. We're not going to you know turn this into a, uh, some masturbatory thing to where we pat ourselves on the back for all our hard work on the Indies for the years. Like we're actually trying to make new people And like, if you come here, this is almost like the, <laughs> this is almost like the, 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 the Night source of war shit. Like if you don't want triple A, if you don't want, you know, uncle Paul, all, in, you know, taking all the credit for all your hard work, come to, come to, you know, AEW, like this part of it is like, we can make you stars here. Um, or we will try our damnedest in smart ways. So, yeah. and then you also have by the end of the night, you're like, okay, so what the hell are the Yumba's gonna do? Oh, so they're the And also, like, they jumped them at double or nothing, correct?
0: Yeah. Or uh, like, all All, all in. Yeah.
1: All out. All. Yeah. So it's like, you also have a story with that. So it's like, they they immediately start fighting with that and all of that. So, like, that's their direction. And immediately in the same night, they lose out of the tournament and they immediately have a direction. So it's like, that accomplished three major things. So, like, bravo hats off to him. Like, that's part of, like, the how smart all of that was at the end of the night. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I loved it. I mean, it was a great match. They, they, I mean, I still have my things, my issues with the Young Bucks matches where it's like, you know, there's a good deal of people, you know, Setting, setting up to do like spots and choreography as opposed to you know trying to pretend that some of it's wrestling or all, most of it's all of it's wrestling so like that's gonna pull me out from time to time this match but their match is spectacular so what can you say like best match i've seen on tv this year um riddle G- riddle and cole the gauntlet with kofi um the first andrade and ray those would be the top four i think so, yeah, I mean, that's that's high praise. Like, those are all spectacular matches.
0: Yeah. Um, and for private party going forward, you mentioned it. Like, I'm not, you know, I don't think they need to win the tournament or anything. Um, they are clearly, like, <laughs> they're they're the future, like, and the now, uh, you know, for that matter. And no matter when they're going to come on now, like, they're always going to have that credibility of, A, hey, we beat the Young Bucks in the tagging tournament, and that also, like, you know, allows for future matches to happen where, you know, they're older and then the butts are like, yo, we really can't hang with these dudes now. Like by the time the young butts start coming tiny down tiny off deal. the mountain. Yeah. Coming down off the mountain or, and, you know, there's there's a ton of different ways that go with it. But um, yeah, it, it, it was great to see the crowd really embrace private party all throughout the match and just seeing how he just electrified the building. I was like, this is, this is it. This is what we're waiting for. Um, they do. They do have merch. Yeah, I'm gonna yep. just look at it. Um, yep.
1: I think I saw I saw the Inner Circle shirt um, after, you know, Jericho came out there, and I thought he was gonna, you know, do the night toe, where he just wrestles you know, this is, this is almost like a road yeah. t-shirt like, this ain't a big match, I'll wear it, and then you know, uh, whoever it was, I think it was either I think it was Hangman ripped the shirt off, I was like you you fucked it up, you ruined it I wanted to I shirt, it'll been funny uh, but yeah, uh I As think second matchup So, you know, Jericho's promo,
0: I mean, Promo, uh, flame-broiled. He he cuts (laughs) off the We The People shit, like, immediately, like, at its core. Like, I don't think We The People will ever be chanted in AEW again. Just because, like, these fans, like, know what this means. And it's like, uh, the the mentality behind this is what I've kind of learned. Like, if you allow these chants to continue and you don't address them, you look second-rate. So Jericho supposedly knows that and – came in prepared ready essentially he had his he had his ammunition and nothing is going to fire up a aw audience more than shitting on how bad the wwe is like that that you know yeah yeah
1: i mean there's no way around that like he was trying what he did was good for 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 uh for hager and also you know, if you don't want that shit going on, you don't want to hear WWE chants, then yeah, that's how you, you know, work on rebranding. It's like, if someone that came out, at, like, you know, the summer of 2013 and said, hey man, fuck all you and you, all you clowns out here doing the Husky hair stuff, which was which was me, but still, like if you said knock it off and it was somebody that respected it, people would have been like, yeah, they'll probably go with it. Um, so... Then from there, I mean, he went down the list. He said that, you know, Santana and Ortiz are killers, basically. Like, you know, <laughs> fighters. He, he says, and I like it. And, yeah. uh, he, you know, he basically got, he said that Guevara is a is a Spanish god and a, a teenage heartthrob. Like, Jericho. Ridiculous. <laughs> like,. <laughs> uh he said that you know he called he called cody a silver spoon uh twerp and and you know he said and then like your dad and then like he insulted his dad but like his dad dad but like in a way that you're like you know it's not fake but at the same time it will still get heated i think like it was a jerk you know like, was yep. so fun. like if you were thinking like all right how can I say something bad about dusty fucking roads without like <laughs> having people like hate my guts for the until the end of my days? Yes, you're like, I think it's a jerk. You're like, okay. All right. Like, you know how Jericho does like the stupid idiot thing? is like, yes. you can't take stupid idiot like to heart. Like, yeah, bro. Like, you know, like imagine, well, it's a little different, but like imagine you, you know, you're going to go and insult back and forth with, with another adult or whatever else. He, he called him a stupid idiot. Even, you almost be pulled on and be like, wait, what? <laughs> it's the yeah. same thing with jerk. It's like, okay. That's not that's not gonna hurt no one's feelings, but it was funny. Um so I I, I thought it was great. And you know The Inner Circle was born. Oh yeah, and then he went into Darby Allen. Or no, did he get the Darby? No, Darby Allen nah. was the promo after after he got his buddy skateboarding in on his ass. Uh so yeah. Uh, I mean, any other thoughts on the Jericho or you wanna yeah, move on?
0: Yeah, we we can move on. Uh, so after that, they had the match. I believe it was, um, or they they did some like crowd interviews uh, and they showed Orange Cassidy, who the people lost their mind for. Yeah, I... Whatever, Bro, this dude, this dude is so over. Yes, I don't... he's
1: over. I just didn't like the video package they did thing right before with with them like walking and then hugging each other, and it was like, okay, like that's why would you show us your gimmick in cinematic form when we know that's your gimmick already.
0: You know, I was like yeah, all right. I, it, yeah, it's 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 a okay. I'm I'm not really like huge on the best friends myself. I but, like Beretta. Um, is like I like yeah, they're cool, but it's like I guess that's the thing with them. Yeah, so like, <laughs> um, just, just as long
1: as Chucky's the eating the pants, I'm cool. Um, so <laughs> then,
0: from there, yeah, I think we did we get to the Darby Allen match after this? I think it was the Darby Allen match. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we're out of order. Hold on. It was the Darby Allen match, then that best friend shit, then Spears and Mossy, But we'll start with the Darby Allen match. Okay. I thought no wait, cool. Do we just
1: skip the women's match?
0: No. The women's match, I believe, was at the top of the nine o'clock hour. Oh,
1: okay. So that means it went after, that means it was the third match.
0: Okay. Either uh, way. Yeah, um, <laughs> so Darby Allen and uh, Jimmy Havitt, it was cool. Uh, they didn't have to do a death match. That which is nice, so they can save the Cracker Barrel Clash for the pay per views and everything else. I thought it was just an okay match, uh, but it, it puts uh, you know, Darby Allen in that position gets the number one contender, as you mentioned. Uh, Pat was on commentary, uh, you know, talking about this is bullshit why I might not get in the shot. And obviously, the reason out of KFAB is obviously you're the world champions, the heel, you can't wrestle him yet.
1: Sorry for the technical difficulties, Rich. You were saying that you had a,
0: um, a theory on what's going on with Neville. Yeah, so with, with Pac, he's um, out on commentary, as I was mentioning, um, and he's saying, you know, obviously, you know, he's undefeated. Why isn't he getting a shot? And I think people have, like, warped themselves into uh, this thing with the wins and losses. Uh, obviously, the, the non-kayfabe reason is the world champions are heel, you can't fight. A heel, like for is that, or and that's also a big match that you might want to do at a pay per view. So obviously they're not going to do it on TV right now. And I think you know the win loss records is kind of what I have you know thought. You know it, it's not this rigid thing that's going to be like adhered to. Like oh you know the numbers say you know this person is whatever because like I kind of looked at it like it's a college football thing or it's a UFC thing. Like you can have your record be what it is, but you know the matchmakers are still going to make the matches essentially. So that's that's, that's yeah. kind of like the 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 thing that i got from it and i I, and i think that pacifies people you know and if it doesn't fuck them i because i I don't think i don't think you can get a better explanation than that (laughs) no but it makes sense it's common sense it's like
1: yeah like obviously once we get down the road like two three four five years with this hopefully you know like people are gonna have records that aren't gonna be you know are gonna have so there are gonna be certain people that, with records that like aren't gonna you know and it's gonna be about like all right well this person like one X beat person X Y Z like in the last like month or two this person you know deserves a shot as opposed to well shit like Cody's won eighty percent of his matches or whoever else it was, like it was let's say it's a new coming person is into the fold it's like. Yeah, that's how you get people involved. Like you have them going come in and they beat people of cer of a certain level, and then that's how it means that they should be set up to potentially go after whatever the pursuit they want. So so yeah, that that's that's um that makes perfect sense to me. Like that's how sports work. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah, so Yeah. Um that so, I mean, we get the I think we get the tag match, uh, the women's tag match between uh, Amy Sakora and uh, B. Prissy versus Britt Baker and Riho.
0: Match is fine. It was um, okay. Yeah, match uh, was I, 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 yeah. It, James, did you know Britt Baker was a dentist?
1: <laughs> Why are people so upset about it now? Is it just because it's that obvious?
0: <laughs> I I think it's just because like that's the thing everyone was told like in May, and they've t- just told us nothing it else. Nothing since. <laughs> Like, yeah.
1: okay, so here's a here's a, um, a legitimate criticism for the women's division. Um, all they do is have matches.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it seems like they four. they they get one match, or they're doing five matches, and then they get one. Yeah, and, and I mean
1: and that's fine because they get the matches get time. It's not like they're going like three minutes yeah, like yeah. some other promotions around the world, but, um they use their women as an ancillary division, but, yeah, like, they, um, the thing that's so weird about it is, like, uh, right now it feels like there's only four women that are, like, full-time wrestlers. It's... are on the roster. Like, or we haven't seen like, the rest of, you know, you've had the Women's Battle Royal, and they had, you know, Nicole Savoy, and Mercedes Martinez, and, you know, who you know, and a few other people, right? And, like, Jazz. I mean, I'm not saying expect Jazz to be a full-time wrestler, but, like, where are the rest of... The, where's, like, the division of, like, 12 women? Like, I mean, obviously, we know that, like, Asia Kong is doing some type of, you know, players coach type thing. Brandy's in kind of just, like, to take a spot at this... Or keep a seat warm or whatever else, or just to, you know, tease the think, crowd yeah. that they're going to treat her like... Like, she's basically like the... It's almost like, we're going to treat her like she's Seth McMahon and then book her the way the Seth McMahon should be booked... <laughs> right? Uh so you have that you have those two. Uh so
0: Allie's around as well. Penelope yeah. Ford is around, but they're right. not like they were on AEW Dark, so right. they weren't on the show. So we haven't seen did, but
1: my, my point is with that is like yes, they were on Dark um this week. I watched that match. But where are they as far as on the main roster? And it's the thing is they're just not good enough wrestlers to be in that spot. Okay, fine. I mean, you're never gonna, you know, you're never gonna have me upset because you're not putting someone in a spot that they're not ready for. Like that's kind of the, you know, um. So so that's cool. That's fine if that's the case. But like, I would you would think that like as many women as there are around the world, like you can you can import. I mean, hell, yard your champions in theory is a quote unquote import. Like we haven't seen a Karoshita since what? Since she lost to at all outright. All out, yeah. Yeah, it was like when is. When is she coming in?
0: Like, I mean, there.
1: I mean, they I have a roster. She it has just, a show. Like,
0: she she has a show like tomorrow, I believe. I oh, thought yeah. I saw her post, so maybe she'll be in after that. Because I know she's supposed to be moving to the U.S. soon.
1: Okay. Well, the reason why I'm kind of wondering is because, like, you know, we we also follow Stardom, and we kind of know those dates and and whatnot. And it's like, I mean, like Be Priestly, she's not gonna be around in November or um, n- like after like, the week after November, after uh, Full Gear or whatever, like, she's not gonna be here. So, it's like, who's gonna fill in this void and, like, when are you gonna see more faces and then, like, when are you gonna kind of get the the roster positioning of what where these women are, supposed to? So it just feels like, you know, they're all kind of on the same uh, still all the same, like, uh, same pedestal. I don't want to say pedestal, but uh, I'm just going to use that word. I Same can't think level, yeah. Right now. Same level. Yes, that would be the word I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, moving on from there, Mossley.
0: Yeah, um, this is a solid match. Um, you know, I, I like Sean Spears' entrance. And, I mean, he is who he is, man. He's he's here to, to, to get beat. And <laughs> I think he's he's fine in that role. Like, you know, him, he was so strong. Uh you know with the character work and the promos with with Tully Blanchard, like it's amazing they haven't really let them speak either um mm-hmm. they they haven't let Moxley speak thus far. they did put That's a coming. promo on, yeah they, they they put a promo on you know Twitter about three or four hours before uh the show that just burned Twitter up like when it happened like people were saying, imagine you having this guy on your roster for eight years and not you know using him and <laughs> shit like you know, that like mustard in in transience. Yeah. You yes, know, so I, I was like, notice the lack of mustard, like when I <laughs> when I when I um sent sent it out, you know. But um, yeah, it was it it, it was it was good to see Mosley get a solid TV win, and of course, you know that keeps his momentum uh, going next week. You know they they got a tag, tag match built up, and at the end of the match, um, Kenny Omega came out with a barbed wire baseball back and a barbed wire broom because, haha, he's the cleaner. And, you know, at this time, uh, you know, it's like they're going to be challenged to a duel, you know. Um, but before said duel can go down, here comes Pac running full speed, and he goes upside Kenny's head with this steel chair, leaves him laying at Moxley's feet. And Moxley, being the honorable, gen- honorable gentleman he is, turns down uh, a, a dead to rights Kenny to where he could have just beat his fucking skull, and it wouldn't have been no match at uh, full gear. <laughs> So a man of honor that that Pat that John Moxley is. Yes,
1: he's a badass but he's not a bad guy. Um shades of gray. So <laughs> <laughs> I you know um I think that I think that we honestly need to um I think we need to at this point at this point in time I think we kind of need to give some praise to Pack because Pack was like what is this goofy shit with him and a fucking barbed wire broom and he hands the guy that he wants to do this duel with uh, a, a barbed wire baseball bat. This dude's a fucking clown. Let me go ahead and smash his brains in. Let me get this goofy shit off the screen for us. So, I appreciate you for doing that, Pac. Now, uh, Kenny, please go back and get your revenge or whatever else, but let's not do this goofy shit. Like, this dude is fully, a, like, I, I'm sorry. At this point, It it, it was a joke from what I saw on uh, or heard about on BTE when people were taking pictures of uh, the Young Bucks booking notepads. And at one point it said, Kenny Jobber, question mark, question mark, question mark. If he was in WWE and he was out here doing the shit like this and he got his ass whooped like that, we would be like, wow, they've already pulled the plug on Kenny Omega and WWE. Up. Well, especially the after all these L's he's been taking is looking real bad. I'm I'm sure they're not done with him, obviously,
0: but and I think he has a strong hand company, in this. He will look bad. <laughs> he has a, he has a hand in being booked like this. Yes, uh, one would think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because it was like you know, and he was one of the people I was concerned with. Like, all right, you know, my my mentality going into double or nothing was like. You know, Kenny can lose all he wants. Like essentially, like you know, Jericho should win. Jericho, you know, do whatever you got to do to start establishing the company. But they are walking a fine line, <laughs> so I uh, trust them to figure it out. They figure most things out, but um, you know, you, they might want to uh, start making Kenny look strong. Uh, it, it would it would be nice. Uh, I mean, they do we'll have a tag match if, next week.
1: Oh, also, you know. This coming Tuesday, we'll see that match that people are raving about between Rich oh, yeah. So, if that's this great match and he wins it, and um, like I assume he did, then you know that's um, then that's that kind of keeps him you know um afloat above water, right? From at least he's not drowning. But you know, some of those TV performances that, like, I think that he needs some of those because people don't like. People know who Kenny Omega is cuz the name is if you follow, watch wrestling like that's a thing but like not everybody has seen him. This is one of those people that's like you heard about. Like so when he's, you know you had he had to see my match, you had the the pack match but you, you, people are going to need to see more especially now that they're on TV to like to kind of get into a a real um, idea of what this guy can really do. Um, and I don't mean necessarily go out there and try to put a five-star match on TV, but like him winning great matches like that can hold him afloat as if, even if he loses to some of the other named guys right now for the time being cuz i think i think he probably should lose at a uh, full year too. Um i think I and mean, the that next I, where I, they're th- going with I it. think the next show after that he needs to not lose for a while but like you know um but i think you know mossy needs a big win to, you know to um as his first big match
0: in, or first pay-per-view match or whatever. Um yeah. so yeah and I think with, with, with Kenny, I think they're committing to something, whatever it is right now. So <laughs> him getting a, that win over Mosley would probably be a step in the wrong direction for what they're trying to do. But um, if anybody can get over and defeat, it's Kenny Omega. So I trust yeah. him. So <laughs> yeah. um, like his first his first breakthrough
1: match, like he lost. and he was like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest match I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, he lost. Um, so then from there, we have the main event. Um Jericho and who was also with Jericho?
0: Sammy the Spanish God That's right. Rivera. That's
1: right. <laughs> Jericho and the guy he wants to fuck versus Page Man and <laughs> and Dustin Rhodes. So yeah, yeah, man. Uh, just, a was, yeah, just, just was
0: hilarious. Yeah, that was fine, but
1: like it just turned, it evolved into complete chaos. It, it was all of the at least it was a clean finish, and at least they uh, when they did the cheating like they were the able to do it, it the ref was distracted this time's pose is just like oh you do it right in front of red face we don't even give a fuck so um they're having a good match and then all of a sudden like uh i've uh i think it was i think it was hacker uh interference led to jericho uh ends up getting the
0: uh another win Via the, <laughs> the the most fear move in wrestling, the move of the year in professional wrestling. The uh I, I'm so I'm I'm shocked, James, that they don't have to censor this move. The um, shooting you know, effect for, for his graphic nature on TNT.
1: So, Speaking of graphic, Adrian Peterson had 118 yards tonight or
0: today. Holy shit, he's still in the league? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. He has to still be in the league. Kind of. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, as you mentioned, like the match was the match. Like it was a you know like three, three and a half, three and a quarter star match. Whatever that, that was TV? there, yeah, perfectly fine to main event to set up one of the hottest angles of the year like when you got mjf coming out there you got cody apparently is able to teleport now um yeah. so <laughs> he, he has absorbed some special power oh to, well, to maybe be it's to the thing is like
1: well he is the, he is the the uh, evp or one of the many evps so he has control to the power switch you like turn the, turn them shits off you turn back on in 30 seconds uh, <laughs> uh one thing one thing that uh that AEW also needs to work on is like I feel like their lights out time is longer than like, let's say WWE's whereas it's like lights are out. And it's like, okay, motherfucker. This is taking longer than 10 seconds. It feels like think, this think, is think, like think, 20 think. seconds. Like get to it. Let's go. So, um, aside from that, like, I'm just glad it was the dark order. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'd much rather have, uh, yes. Yes. Oh yeah. They're, they wrestle next or this coming Wednesday, don't they?
0: I don't think so.
1: Oh, yeah, they have a buy. Never mind. That's not till yeah. two weeks from now. Two weeks away. Great.
0: <laughs> Ain't uh, slowing up nothing. Ain't slowing. No more minimum. Oh,
1: my God. That's not a word. I know.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. bro when this motherfucker darby allen came out there on that skateboard looking like the night man like, he was night like man. A, a man of the night like not no. necessarily the night man from the office but <laughs> okay. the, the, the fucking this man looked like a fucking demon coming to get chris jericho out of the underworld on a skateboard diving at him and bro i was like this that was a goosebump moment for me Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah.
1: the thing for me was just uh, like all the shenanigans was going on. Like you, you had you had you had Page at some point because so much stuff happened in this thing that like, it's hard to recap all of it in the same order because I can't remember the order it all happened in. But like there was a point where like Hager in hey, Paige, they brawl to the back like some like like two fucking giants in a fucking battle royal <laughs> like well, they d- brawl double to count the back. out. Yes, they brought it to the back. Uh, Young Bucks come out. MJF, MJF is like they're like, oh, Yo, you want to join the inner circle? Is like, nah, I'll save that for like a few weeks from now or, or whatever. <laughs> save that for you know a few weeks or months from now, but it's coming. Um, so that happened, and it's just like. Then, then you think all the chaos is happening is like Jericho just got out of here with the belt and, and just out the back door while all the shenanigans are going on. And sure enough, coming down, you know, coming down,
0: <laughs> this man did a Ali I like him.
1: Just, just came, just so jump, fucking up. great. I, I never thought that I would see a wrestling program like we did. T- all the talk about how Darby Allen should now that Raw has a half pipe set. Like yes. he should be on RAW right now, but he comes down the ramp and he ollies off the thing and and, and launches himself. Yes, <laughs> so Jericho took him down, yes. took him out, I and, loved and, it. He, and he he throws the lamest punches into that man's chest from the mount. He yes, just, eh, 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 eh. like there's no look. I imagine that if Marco Stunt was on in the mount on somebody in a match after you know some a fez press or whatever you want to call it a skateboard fez press that he would have threw more convincing punches than Darby Allen, but <laughs> he threw them in whatever like Jericho sold them and then they went and I don't know what happened right after that. I think he got in the ring with Tony yeah, and then they went dark and Jericho's like you son of a bitch, and you know because Jericho is just like <laughs> the best, and they went dark and I'm like this is a great show like there was this. They did so many things well. They made you want to say, like, for me personally, my feeling was like, I can't wait to see what they do next week, which is, right. like, that is the point of episodic television is to make you say, like, they paid off what I saw last week, and this was also awesome, I want to see what they do next week. Um, now, do I think they're going to do all this, like, hot, shoddy type shit? No, because they don't have to. They, this was the show. Like, they don't have to do some type of, you know, um, universe... Uh, uh, not universe, uh, universally connected stuff like that. He didn't for like another hell months. Then I have to do this, this sort of thing again. Like you have the inner, or the inner circle versus the elite. That's pretty much, that's roughly the story. Yeah. And then right now, Kenny's kind of, you know, taken away over to the side with what's going on with Monster. Moxley and Pack. but more or less, it's the elite in the elite adjacent versus Jericho's inner circle. And it's like, awesome.
0: Yeah, um, can't can't speak highly enough of the show. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, what do we have next on? So that?
1: we have spent like forty minutes, close to forty minutes, talking <laughs> about AEW's TV show. So, um,
0: I'm let's, that, that so, usually doesn't happen.
1: No, nah, I mean no. Well, no. Sometimes we used to do TV shows, and like normally when they go this long, on a TV show it's because we're bearing whatever dumb, sh- bad creative, right? bad <laughs> stupid ideas. Right? We normally are bearing stupid ideas from bad creatives. So that's done. So yes, yes. <laughs> so, no, so, no.
0: happy One Nation Radio. Who knew such I'm, a thing existed?
1: Though no, that that does exist, and, and normally it's whenever whatever that it does exist. Normally it's like oh yeah, like some great show. Like, a pay-per-view. Like, we rarely ever gush about a TV show like this. Like, this was this was the best TV show of television I've seen, or WWE, or not WWE, wrestling TV show that I've seen since, like, what? Uh, the only other thing I think of is, like, the, the opening round of the uh, Dusty Rose Classic this week, this year. That's it. When, like, they ha- they had, like, four all straight tag, like, tag team yeah. guys are all, yeah. like, damn, they four stars. Like, yeah. that's it. That's it. Those are the two best matches of TV I've seen, or uh, 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 the two best TV shows of wrestling I've seen this year. That's it. Yeah. So. Um,
0: all the lead, man.
1: Yeah. So speaking of NXT, NXT uh, after you know Takeover twenty six and a half, <laughs> uh, they come back and they give you a main event with Kushida and Walter. They have uh, Roddy's first defense of the uh, North American title. Um, let's see. They have.
0: Leo rush um, challenging oh, Leo rush and winning
1: is, yes, yes, and now it's start the show. did you see that match good match uh it's more the same of um of it is more like a, a a thing of I'd probably say three and a half probably mm-hmm. three and a half starship match um he's just spectacular uh it was mostly based around like gulag just trying to bully him because he's bigger and then he eventually overcomes uh he works over his legs some and then he eventually overcomes and ends up hitting um. Frogs, two, uh, two frog, frog splashes for the win. Uh, like I said, three and a half star match. Um, sh- sh- I'm interested shout to, out to Leo
0: Rush. Sh- sh- shout out to Leo Rush for walking back in and getting that belt put on you and, and, and upsetting, uh, <laughs> somebody somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, um, now he's the perfect dude for if they're going to be on national TV and you're going to have a cruiseway belt still, he's the perfect person to have that belt like he's one of the best because remember we were talking about this uh after somebody was on twitter like losing it, or losing it talking about how jericho isn't better now is that like there are nobody there's nobody that can talk anymore and it's like i read off a list of people oh, yeah, like oh, it's like cole some, Gargano yeah. champa velveteen uh new day the usos uh you can look around the rest of the world right like one of those people that's absolutely can you absolutely talk his ass off leo rush so that's another one of those people that cannot talk, apparently, but you know, um, you'll see in time. You'll yeah. see in time. So, uh I'm trying to think, uh, I think they brought out after that a there's a match where just Rhea just destroys uh Aaliyah. Just
0: Man, Aaliyah she, made it on USA. This is her second match on USA.
1: Man. Yeah, she lost. Remember that match that botch fest? not botch fest, but like that big botch fest on the network Zia had. Z- 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 yeah, oh, that, that was network. network. Okay, yeah. okay, that don't. Okay, okay, okay. That was a second hour show. Yeah, so, um, she was out there. She they came out there, and it was one of those squash matches that were like, you know how there's always like we're gonna give you somebody a spot, and like they're gonna you know go twenty or whatever else. Nah, she like raked her back. She knows the back rake. Rhea like grabbed her, put her in like an inverted. Like Texas Cloverleaf, and then Cesaro sp- spun her, and then like after that hit a sit out splash from it, and then like locked it on harder and made her tap out. And it was like Rhea, <laughs> like like I I remember thinking to myself if they're going to do if they ever do a female version of the Shield, Rhea is my Roman Reigns. <laughs> she absolutely <laughs> is. So uh, just 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 a badass. You want no smoke, Rhea Ripley. Uh, so. I'm trying to think what else is on that show.
0: Um, they had the Roger strong and, um,
1: yes. Uh, yes. Shane Strickland. I'm just calling him swerve. It's Shane Strickland. I think his name is Isaiah oh, Scott. Isaiah Scott. Yeah. yeah. Isaiah Scott. He's swerve. That's, that's,
0: yeah, that's going to take me a minute, dude.
1: Now, last time we saw swerve, the only time we've seen swerve on NXT TV is the breakout tournament. I think the breakout tournament, he put over Cameron Grimes in the first round.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so in this Cameron it, Grimes thing, like you seem to be all over this.
1: He's just a, he's just a heel that's dressed as ridiculous for heat. And then like they bring him out and it's like, nobody reacts to him in the way that someone that, you know, in the breakout tournament that ended up in the finals should be like reacted to like, they're kind of like, Oh, okay. And then like more or less, he beats people um, for the most part, he's been beating people like with his double foot stomp, like super quick. I-
0: and I actually, um, that, that NAC Largo show I went to a couple of weeks ago, it was Cameron Grimes versus Swerve. Mm-hmm. And they had a really good match. Way better than the main event match um, that I told you about. Okay, yeah. So, they, you know,
1: um, they're going back and forth. And it's like, you remember, like, you forget that, like, oh, yeah, Roddy's like, even though he's this technician backbreaker thing, like, or backbreaker person. The the one of the best things he does is like he's relentless and like he's a great striker, even though he wears those boots and he's not like, you know, you know, using his shin. He's a great striker. So he's in there with Swerve and Swerve, you know, Swerve can he has different modes. Like he's that he has all of that like unique <laughs> almost like uh <laughs> almost like makeshift martial arts striking that he does, <laughs> right? Like he, he is like he is Bruce Leroy <laughs> like, Dragonfly Jones uh, of, of striking and, and wrestling, and he also does, like, the, you know, all the technical stuff, like, we saw the Saber match he had uh, at, in New York, right, yeah. so he just, him and Roddy just said, no, we're just gonna strike each other, and it was awesome, all it is is this sound, this clap sounding off that like you see just people's just heads snapping back and forth hits to the guts uh, like, it, it was just awesome, and then basically, they're going back and forth it looks like he could possibly put Roddy away. Then the undisputed come out. He's distracted by, uh, the distraction by them coming out. And then Roddy puts him away after that. And it's like, it looks like Isaiah Scott, somebody, but he can't deal with, you know, the numbers game and Roddy won. But like, I feel like now, if we were going to do a power ranking for all of the, um, breakout tournament guys, which you know the the breakout tournament guys aside from like three people are like they're all just like the new jobbers, um, mm-hmm. like Isaiah Scott would be you know, number two, number three. Like it's right now it's like it's only they're only really using forwards Grimes, um, ACH uh, Jordan Miles sorry but I forgot his name for a split second uh, Garza in now Swerve. Next week we're going to get Tomasa Schamba versus uh, Garza, but like is clearly the most over of the four, like swerve after this match. Like his stock is up, so I can't see. Mm-hmm. Him with, I can't wait to see what they do with him next. Like I can't. I want to see him mix it up with some the other guys. Like I say, like Isaiah Scott versus Gargano would be just crazy, crazy. So, um, I mean, I can't remember what else happened in the show. Oh, we had a match between um, Dakota Kai and and uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca it was a match. It was fine. It wasn't good. It was just fine. It wasn't bad either. It was just fine. Like a regular, like, two and a half star match. Um, So. Bianca Sorry, Dakota.
0: Again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it was like, well, right back to where you started. Like, we'll establish you by bringing you back in with a quick win. And then when it's time for you to wrestle somebody that we care about, you're losing again. She's so. She, so, you know, picked up right where she left off. So, sorry, sorry, Caleb. You just got to deal with that. So. Move on main event met Bianca Belair last week. Lovely young lady. Oh yeah. Okay, so normally <laughs> you probably never heard this, seen this thing online where like people meet like famous black people and they would be like, "What do they smell like?" Like, what does what does Barack Obama smell like? What does what does like Venus? What does Serena Williams smell like? What, what? does Issa Rae smell like? So I'm not going to ask you that, but um, just know that like I. Could ask you that, but I'm gonna move on. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> in a word, <laughs> no, no, don't answer, no, don't answer, question, no, answer, question, don't, answer it, don't answer it. So, uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, so the main event, Walter versus Kushida. Walter does it again, another great match. Like, I was thinking after this match because, like, this is obviously Kashida's best match on, uh, since he's gotten to uh, WWE, um, but. I probably give us like four and a half. Not four, uh, four, and, four and a quarter, I'm sorry. Four and a half, four and a quarter. It's just more simple Walter stuff. It's just like, he might be the best wrestler in the world because like, who else has matches this good while doing like the most basic shit? <laughs> like, he chops, he punches occasionally. Uh, he'll throw you around. That's He's just mean potatoes. Like in all his matches are great. Um, and I think there might be something where like he just gets so much out of being bigger than the guys he normally wrestles that Mm -hmm. like they have to fight have the fight of their lives to to withstand him or hold up to him and he eventually puts him away that might be the thing like just easy big man little man storytelling like this is the most simplistic wrestler ever and this is awesome so um, yeah I'm like so I was thinking like all of WWE this year besides Gargano and Cole is there anybody with a better top three matches like, because I'm, you know, you think of uh, the two UK title matches he's had on different takeovers. This match is four and a quarter. Is there anybody else that has better matches? Uh, better top three match outside from Gargano
0: and Cole? Gargano and Cole. Who else? Um... Yeah, I think you got to start looking at Walter. You got to start looking at Riddle.
1: Oh, yeah. Good point. Uh, I mean, Riddle's
0: got three three no, strong matches actually No, he
1: does he absolutely does but like uh i don't,
0: I don't think he has that one no he doesn't have like a i don't think he has a like a five star match anywhere no, but he, he's got like four and a half
1: he has a bunch of four and a half and the thing with with um the thing with walter is he has a three he has a four and a qu- four and three quarters and a five star or mm-hmm. you know but if you do the Meltzer thing you go over five he gave that shit five and a half but i'm only stopping at five so um so, yeah, like, he, he's doing very well on really low uh, batting average. And uh, someone made a point that, like, you know, he's only in town because he had dates there. Like, he's not in Orlando. He's not being taught how to work.
0: He Wonderful. Just, he,
1: wrestles at rest, he wrestles around the rest of the world. Hey, he which comes month teach Walter?
0: Huh? What are you going to teach Walter? Are you <laughs> going to have Walter in there with the headgear on? <laughs> Are you going to have Norman Smiley standing outside the ring, like do it like this? Are you going to have William Regal yelling at him to get, make sure he rolls into a fighting stance properly? No, no. I thought you were going to be like, is, are they going to put? I are they,
1: <laughs> they going to put him into that soft ring that people do yes. dives off of the of yes. top rope so they can learn how to work on their flying? <laughs> I mean, look, Walter. Walter. I only see Walter fly once, and that's when he beat Dummit and that Splash. That's it. Successful. One one of one.
0: You
1: know. <laughs> well, so yeah. one like, shot one kill. <laughs> right. So I was thinking to myself, like, dude, this this wasn't as good as the AEW show. This was a great show and like you look at the month. This is now finished out a, a full month of NXT. And like NXT is back on track as far as like being of the quality that it was like let's say after uh twenty five. Like, 25 Mm -hmm. felt like the energy left that, like, Cole, like, Gargano won the belt, or sorry, uh, Cole won the belt, but, like, Cole and Gargano aren't doing matches. Ricochet's gone, Alistair's gone, Ciampa's injured, then they did the breakout tournament, so it was, like, it just felt like there was no energy. Now, like, they're back to doing kick-ass matches all, all the time now, like it was like, you know, when we, this thing got up and running over the last, uh, let's say, two years. Um, so
0: like is it going anywhere right now like we're where, like what, what's being laid out for nxt like that, that's going to bring people back because like just seeing a random walter like every week like is this like a built to be like this this weekly episodic show or is it just like an all-star game every week
1: um okay so there are a few there are a few things that are holding it together as far as sort of like you're waiting to see like who's going to be there so as far as like what's the storyline coming through all right so after bianca beat uh, be D- Dakota. She pointed out that like Rhea is gunning for, um, for Shayna, and she said, "Look, um, you just got here. We're, we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to see who's the next challenger between. uh between, bomb. Yeah. So eventually, it looks like they're gonna wrestle each other eventually for a, in a contender's match or whatever else. And then, um, you know, especially because you also have EO around, like that might be a three way type of thing. We I don't know, but like you know, for at least that. They put on TV that like they're heading in the direction where they're going to do at least Rhea versus Bianca, you know, to get to Shayna. Um, so that's that's one that's one right there. Um, you ha- you well, pretty no much Trump you have big. yeah you have the you have uh, next week I think or in two weeks one of the two um, Velveteen is getting a rematch for his index for his uh, North American title against uh, against Roddy and then after he won after Roddy won his match against Swerve. He showed up, and then they they had Roddy taking a picture with like the you know like the Shawn Michaels naked play. I think it's a Playgirl picture with like the yeah. belt around uh, his waist.
0: I, I came across that on Twitter. I was not uh,
1: yeah, basically and then he, <laughs> he,
0: inclined to watch. He, he,
1: photo, <laughs> he has Roddy has the butt around his waist while he's butt ass naked on the sofa, and then he's and then Riddle or uh, Dream snaps his fingers, and then like it's just a picture of Roddy, a photoshopped of Roddy in that same picture except the the. The belt is gone, and it makes it seem like it's blurred out, but it makes it seem like Roddy has a small dick. So Roddy's furious because a heel is just acting just so upset and dumb, just like, you know, the, the uh, Undisputed do. So they're setting up that for another match, so they're going to get at it again. Um, you also We're also going into uh, next week, part four of Lee Dijakovic, um, so this is like the rubber match because they're one one and one. Uh the first match was a draw. The second match Djakovic won, the third hey, match the-
0: I I hope that they um take the energy on national television and keep that and, and keep that up. Cause if they do what they did in Largo, <laughs> my fucking God. I I tried to I try to not want to talk about this on the show. I got so pissed. Uh expecting they like sandbagged Lee, on you? sandbag <laughs> mailed it in, fifty-two cent stamp. Just completely not trying, barely being athletic, chin locks, like <laughs> Bro. I was like, I might as well be watching Corbin. Like it, oh, it, it, it was it was that bad. So hopefully with the national TV, the when the red light comes on, yeah. uh those two will go ahead and yeah. do something. Yeah, so so yeah, that looked forward to the best of four. Uh or
1: the the sorry, the tr- the, the fourth one. Um and then you also have Chompa uh, he comes out for a promo like right after um, Undisputed gets pissed off at Velveteen and he comes to the ring w- with a- with his crutch and he says uh, and he gets a chair to kind of say I have two weapons there's four of you but I have two weapons so the heels get out the ring he sits in a chair and he says "He says, I just wanted to tell Gold- Goldie that daddy's home crowd chance daddy's home uh, so Queen Kathy uh, is backstage acting like she's about to interview Champa. While backstage, Garza is hitting on her. So, she's like, So you want to interview him? You don't want to talk, you don't want to talk to me? <laughs> Look at me! What's wrong with you? So, uh Champa comes to the back, and then uh Garza says something to him in Spanish, and then he just knocks he just knocks his ass. Like hits him with a forearm shot, he bounces off the wall and to the floor and just melts down to the floor, and then uh, Queen Kathy uh, asks, "What did he say?" <laughs> and then uh, Champa does like Kevin Owens, Triple H comedic timing. I don't know, and it walks off. So uh, they're having a match next week too. So like that's their TV. Is they've been they've been doing like they're doing week to week stuff right now, and like clearly like in the next week or two they'll be building towards. Whatever takeover-ish thing they're going to do next, mm-hmm. so like that's kind of that's kind of how they're doing. Like they're kind of doing doing week to week TV to build, and then eventually like, when they get like a f- couple weeks out, and that's when we'll actually like put the programs in place. So, but the, t- the rest has been good and everything's made sense. So like you know, um, it was a really good show. So I I'm I'm really happy with Wednesday. So now that we're two weeks in. Can we officially say that, like, the Wednesday Night Wars is kicking the Monday Night Wars ass
0: yes. on a night to night basis or show to show basis? Yeah, I would think so because, you know, you, you know, you ain't got to worry about the, um, the, the oddities coming out there. You don't have to worry about the, um, <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have <laughs> the to worry the headbangers. The headbangers, my God. You don't have to worry about, uh, Val Venus and Choppy Choppy the PP <laughs> and, um, The Godfather and, um, and several other, you know, ridiculous
1: offensive shit like LWO, lawnmowers yeah, and shit. Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. was I'm that good. after, or was
0: lawnmowers after. That was later. That yeah. was that was later on. But yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Um, now as far as like you know, there, there ain't no rock, there ain't, there ain't no Austin out right. here. But right. you know, it really doesn't need to be
1: like-, <laughs> I mean, like. If the thing, if the idea is, we need gigantic stars or we need to build gigantic stars to be able to draw in um, drawing people to want to see the rest of our shows I don't think they're, I don't think that's gonna happen and that's unfortunate but if you like professional wrestling and you like storylines that make sense or, or entertaining and or cohesive and build off of previous week's work. This is where it's at. This is like there have never been, to my knowledge, someone has got to tell me, and I'm to ass, Brian and Vinny, right? There has never been four episodes of, of between Raw and between uh, these two uh, Nxts and these two AEWs put together that are that tie together and make sense and are that much good wrestling as like any you know two weeks of Nitro in and, and Raw put together. Never, never. So. You know, if they, if this is where they're going at, then like, you know, people would be like, there is no right, there is no Austin, there is no Goldberg, there is no
0: Sting Hogan. That's
1: fine. Claire. That's fair. It's absolutely fair. The show's better.
0: Period. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's a good time to go into the ratings. I know I have it in a different order. Um yeah. so SmackDown, I get or where do we want to start? I guess we can start with AWNXT. Sure. So AWNXT, I want to say AW is one point one. Down from their one point four uh from the premiere. SmackDown, I believe, was seven ninety-five, if I'm not mistaken, which was they were down like fifty-five thousand or something from uh whatever their number was the week before. Yeah. Um I'm not that doesn't shock me because wrestling numbers tend to like erode uh week by week <laughs> if you look at it. Um and also, you know, AW was being a premiere week. That's kind of to be expected. Um I I still think you know. I don't know. Like it's it's weird because, um, they're they're showing like, like Joe Lanza did a good job like kind of figuring this out like as far as like who's actually watching NXT, and it's like Mm -hmm. it's the same demographics that are watching Raw and SmackDown, but just in uh, smaller numbers. Right, it's not actually like. Uh, uh, they like you would think it's a youth-oriented show, but not it's really. Not, yeah. So that's surprising. Um, but hey, two oh AEW.
1: I think the thing that we we never take to take into account when it came to an NXT thing was that um who are the people that have the network, the people that watch Raw and SmackDown. What do the people that watch Raw and SmackDown look like? They're people in their fifties. So like, if it's behind a paywall, are you going to pay to watch some wrestling? Are you going to pay to watch the the developmental or third brand of, a ver- of some shit that you're not even watching to begin with? So, you know, it's going yeah. to, I think, I think it's still going to take time for, uh you know, it's going to take time for, for them to find, you know, young, uh, young viewers or whatever else, if that's in fact what they're going for, or, you know, obviously target de- or key demo or whatever you assume is what they're going for, but um, with aew Ryan I just don't think I think that's where their people are
0: right yeah, I think um, that's locked up like at this yeah. point like they're like it, doubling and even tripling them in some cases
1: right but I mean ultimately
0: it can always change yeah like, things
1: change over time and the, I think the main thing is like people talk about like the way the ratings dropped off It's like well no shit. so for me it's like we need to find out like what their we need to find them whatever their baseline is, whenever they reach and whether that's in you know two more weeks, three more weeks, four more weeks, five more, five six whatever. But, I think
0: NXT's like, getting
1: there, but so is AEW. Like all yeah. SmackDown 2 is like they're not going to be doing three point eight million viewers. Like they're yeah, going to be doing below. No. The th- they're going to be doing like you know it's going to be like two Raws. Eh, I think it'll be do. I think it'll do better than Raw. I think it'll do better than Raw because I mean. I mean, there were weeks where SmackDown was being raw. Remember that? Remember we talked about it like over the last, what the last three or since 2016, there's been like four or five times where SmackDown was being raw. So it's like SmackDown on Raw is or, or SmackDown on Fox is going to do is going to consistently do better than Raw. But like, I get what you're saying by that. Yeah. Um. But I think it'll be. I think it'll be. I
0: don't know. What, like this bump that, I, that I think everyone would thought was coming with the network TV, I don't think it's going to be there. What? Like bump even. Do you think-
1: Whoa, 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 what bump do you think like oh there's gonna be a boom period nah definitely yeah, yeah like that's yeah. that's not coming here yeah, like but, <laughs> <laughs> right 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 but that's like those are the crazies like me and you never thought me and you we never thought that shit and like most people we talk to like we didn't think there's gonna be a boom period like, like, yeah they're gonna be doing wrestling.
0: 5 million viewers like no the fuck they're not like Just, network tv's not like it's wrestling they
1: like, thought they were gonna do like 5 million uh, subscribers in the network they only did 1.5 right it, it is actually and it's been stuck at 1.5 for years it's not gonna grow so right. like that was the lesson there right um, but as far as the viewers like we'll figure that we'll figure it out like it's going to settle it somewhere but like the main thing is like are the numbers going to be sustainable to where like AEW is going to be around for years to for weeks months and years to come so will SmackDown sell um, selling a spot to where it won't get canceled or move the FS1 will NXT be successful enough to where like it doesn't get taken off the US net- network right now I mean th- i mean. It's early, obviously, but these numbers that we saw, even with the drops, like, I'm not concerned about any of these three shows. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not right now. Like, look, maybe next week, if, you know, after SmackDown was not good, if it drops, you know, another fucking million, then we'll have concerns. <laughs> well, not, if it drops up a million, it's like, damn, that's below fucking raw, but not, it won't drop that low, but you get my nah. point. Like, if it drops to, like, they're doing 2.4 for next week that's it then we'll be like okay now it's time to now it's time to ring the alarm but it's like no like of course it was gonna drop by me and they had fucking rock hogan I think all the people they advertised like they advertised you know a
0: bunch of people and then this week was a draft show so even there that's you know kind yeah. of a bump in itself so, so I, well, I, I, is it you would think it, like it's why? a special episode why
1: you know what's gonna happen you're gonna come out and say names
0: yeah yeah uh, get, uh, look yeah. they
1: literally gave us the list rich
0: <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute but <laughs> um yeah i you know i i just you know the rating song is like hilarious uh and a lot of you know the way people digest these numbers you i don't I, you, you don't want you don't follow it week to week you don't yeah. uh, you don't follow week to week unless there like there's
1: some gigantic number that makes it like Wow, they did a they did an all time low. Wow, they did an all time high. Outside of that, like you look for the trend, and like ultimately, like you're only concerned. My only concern with ratings is I don't want none of this shit. Like the stuff that I care about, I don't want it being you know kicked off air. Like I don't want that <laughs> to be canceled. I don't want SmackDown canceled and put on FS One. Right, like I don't want NXT like back on the network necessarily. Like I don't want AEW to have the fold close up shop. Like so, as far as I only yeah. care about the rating as far as like is it in the road? Like it, do you keep the car in the road? Okay, thank you, Junior. Thank you for not crashing the car yet. That's all I care about with the ratings for the most part.
0: Yeah, and like for AEW is especially important because that's literally how their TV deal that this is going to impact their ability to get their next TV deal. In WWE as well, uh, as far as like, you know, keeping good ratings, but AEW even more with that ad split that we don't all we don't quite know all the numbers on. So I think if they stay in that range where they're, like, 900 to, like, 1.4, as we saw that peak, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So another thing is, like, for two weeks and we're still seeing it, but, like, it seems like Fox and TNT are are both heavily invested in, make, in helping these shows out with promotion. Like, so, you know. That's going well. Like once the once the promotion stops, that's when you're like, wait, what's going on here? And so far <laughs> the two weeks, they're still doing it. So I'm you know, I'm I'm still happy. Yeah. Uh so uh where do you move from there? You want to talk about the draft draft?
0: Oh gosh, yes, this is ridiculous as draft. Um Okay, so, so you, you, you watched it right?
1: Yeah, I watched it Down. Right so okay, so the draft was set up in a way to where they could have their cake and eat it too. They're going to do a sports like draft, but they're going to split the roster in half and say that only uh, this particular half can be drafted today. It's eligible to be drafted today.
0: This is so bullshit.
1: This particular, uh, and this other half will be drafted on Monday as a way to where it's not like, you know, you tune in wrong, you're watching the the third round. That's that's, that's basically how they did it. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And I mean, that's whatever. It's fine. So, but I will say, after the first two rounds of this draft, you're kind of like, you're like dude how do they have like almost every wrestler under the sun and it feels like they have no depth
0: <laughs> so because because like the the last time they tried a draft was literally months ago james and it failed within like two weeks they were already like moving people back and forth so how on earth is this going to be sustainable this time
1: right and that's that's what we've been talking that's what people have been saying before but it's like it's more crystallizing this way because before it was like, they were just shuffling talent. Like that was a shakeup. They were shuffling talent. They were actually like saying like, come on down, you come on down and put on the SmackDown hat or come on, put on the raw hat. They didn't do that, but you're on a point. Like before it was like, Oh, what is, Oh, I guess so, so-and-so is in, is on this show now. Like, like Finn Balor, he's on SmackDown now. And then it's like, okay. All right. But first pick, or, uh, okay, I have so I have all the, the picks show. right on, here. Okay, uh, I'm glad you do because I don't remember, remember late like the first round. But um they start the show by telling you that we're going to put the universal champion Seth Rollins in a match versus the big dog <laughs> <laughs> uh Roman Reigns and they're the going to have a no ex- and they're going to have a match to determine who gets the first pick in the draft. And that doesn't guarantee that either one of them will be a, will be like they win the match and they're going to be a pick, picked by their brand that they're fighting for. So it's kind of yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah, so lay so down like, on the mat. Why are you? Fu- why for pride? For pride?
0: For pride? Pride. Push what this would they man. have done if it was Finger a double countout? man, huh? What would they have done if it was a double countout?
1: Restarting the match. <laughs> 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 they should have done that just to piss people off. And restart the match. Um but yeah, uh so but the, the thing is the part about the match is they had a they had a good match. Yeah, they had like a three and a quarter match. Um the thing is it was the fuck finishing in the way and then like it felt like the match was gonna go like another five minutes. But uh match starts out and they're basically exchanging nifty stuff and then eventually uh they're caught, They're countering each other and dodging each other's moves or whatever else. So then, out of nowhere, these two baby faces, mind you. Then it gets in a typical WWE. We have to tell a story. We can't just have two guy, two good guys rush each other. We have to have it to where like there's animosity, there's heat. So what do you
0: think happened, Rich? After, what was the reaction to these two gentlemen when they came out?
1: Um, I didn't have headphones on, so I couldn't give you an accurate uh, representation. Right. But uh, it seemed like Roman was more cheered. Like, yeah, I felt, like I? I, I felt how, like I heard, like, let's go.
0: turn.
1: Wow. So, but anyway, um, after they cross each other up for a little bit, for a few minutes, um, they get in the ring, and then they, like, what's your problem? Don't push, what's your problem? Don't push me. What's your problem? Don't push me. Don't push me. Don't push me. Don't push me. Punch. And then they start, Then they get, finally start wrestling, as opposed to, you know, cross each other up. And then they, they, uh, well, flat out. Like, it turned into a good match, and then Roman set up for the spear, and then uh, Seth basically hit that modified pedigree out the spear that he did at uh, Battleground 2016, uh, where he ended up winning the bell back for uh, Ambrose cashing on him immediately.
0: Or uh, Money in the Bank.
1: Money in the, bank's money in the bank, sorry, yeah. Money in the Bank. So, uh, that was Seth's first uh, pay-per-view back from me. Uh, so, yeah, they they did that spot and then the lights cut off because, and then Bray Wyatt comes out or he doesn't come out. He cuts, he cuts, he cuts through the ring. Like, like diesel. I'm sorry. Like undertaker and diesel and bread at that cage match in 96. So, and then he's drags in the hill. They poop. They, uh, they spray this fire extinguisher. Seth jumps out the hole and then they, and then, uh, Bray sticks his head out, out of the hole. He's a fucking prairie dog. Then the lights shut off, so he has to scurry out and then to the stage, and then they show him on the top of the ramp, looking back and laughing, and then they cut away. So then, but keep in mind, while that's all happening... Roman Reigns is nowhere to be found. Gone. Look, that man. Saw, that man saw that bullshit like I'm. Oh, I'm out of here. I will
0: not be associated with this.
1: <laughs> it's it like when niggas are scared. It's like oh no no no. I'm gone, bro. I ain't asking no questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I don't ask no questions. I just run. So Damn. he's gone. So, um, I think we come back and they tell us that Stephanie tells us like or or Cole's on announce team is like announcing. He says, "Yeah, that was DQ." So like. Rocky's first pick, and then it followed in line, just and so it turned into just like what it was with the 2016 draft, it was like, we're going to do rounds, Raw gets three picks, SmackDown gets two, because three-hour show, and then, you know, so the first, third, and fifth pick are Raw, second, and fourth pick are SmackDown, and that repeats all,
0: every single round, so then with first pick, Becky is... So, stuck- did, so, did, so did Raw blow the draft on purpose? I'm just, like, looking at this, like... Yeah. Like, did, like, did they literally just like tank the draft? Yeah, isn't
1: there? Isn't there? Isn't there? Uh, their third pick, Bobby Lashley, or is that McIntyre?
0: McIntyre.
1: All right, what? What? What pick? Their did they second,
0: have? you know, their third pick. So they had to the one, three, and the five. They
1: had to the one, three, five, and their second. And I think yeah, the the their third pick, the third overall pick, their second pick was uh the club. So that makes sense, but well, actually, it doesn't because like. Why the fuck didn't you draft Seth Rollins? Oh yeah, he was eligible. He was. I guess he was, he's not he eligible. eligible. He's yeah. in money group, but it was like,
0: it's like this is so confusing. What, what pool is Kane Velasquez in, James? What? 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 Also, the new day. Are they in the other pool too? They're in the other pool. Okay,
1: they're in the other pool. Like, but either way, it's like okay. So Kevin Owens on the board. Kevin Owens goes in like the fourth or fifth round in his draft. The third round. Or the th- third round.
0: Yes, to okay. Raw.
1: He goes in the third round, but that means he's picked in front of, like, people that picked in front of him are like Bobby Lashley and, and McIntyre. like, huh? On what planet? All right, so whatever. like. It, and it's also, st- like, st- Strowman,
0: st- like, they, they just don't draft Strowman. Like, like, they draft Randy Orton instead of Strowman. That's right. Uh, so, so I'll go through it right here. So round one, pick one's Becky Lynch. Yes. I saw that and immediately just rolled my eyes, but Why? whatever.
1: Why you roll your eyes? She's the big star in the company yeah,
0: right now. I, I, I guess um. <laughs> she is. I don't know. It's either I, her I, or Roman. Yeah, yeah I, I would probably say it's Roman. But um, look, you know that Roman's going to be on SmackDown.
1: Why, yeah. Like obviously, let's do this. It's a kayfabe list. So it's a kayfabe list. You know the big dog's going to be on the, the day show.
0: Are Charlotte and Bailey in the other pool? Yes see this whole shit's got me fucked up um so you got becky number one roman reigns to smackdown number two three aj styles luke gallows and carl anderson the oc to raw four they get the murder clown bray wyatt five drew mcintyre that means oh yeah i know exactly what that means
1: roman again i know exactly what that means Ever wanted to see that shit again after
0: 2015 boy um Number six, Randy Orton. This is ridiculous. Randy Orton should not be going this high, but it's He's Randy a Orton. Fourteen time
1: champion, so whatever. whatever.
0: Get him the fuck out of here.
1: Bitch. Look, but you oh, know, or... you know, you know. That's how you know the Raw's the B show. Like Randy Orton, like since sixteen, has been like, I don't want the pressure. I don't want, or I don't want that pressure. Because like, I don't want to be on the A show. I'm gonna go see the show that like y'all don't care about. So I can just do whatever fuck I want. I can do as little as I want while I'm cashing these checks. So. Move me to Raw. <laughs> and
0: also, saying nigga on the streams. Yeah, we heard you, Orton. Um, number seven, Sasha Banks to SmackDown. So that Sasha, Link, uh, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch thing looks like it's set to conclude tomorrow. Um, Ricochet, number eight to Raw. Nine, Braun Strowman to SmackDown. So you know what that means. We'll have somebody for Roman Reigns to go over before he beats Brock Lesnar <laughs> for the title at uh, WrestleMania thirty-six. Oh, you know what? it Also, means like you could potentially get some shit
1: that you never want to see. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. God damn it! Oh. He's finally going. He's finally going to get his 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 singles match WrestleMania. That
0: horrible. Please don't do that. I beg of you. Please stay away from it. Don't do it. Don't yep. do not. Number, number ten, Bobby. I just fucked your wife, Lashley um then round three uh Alexa Bliss to Raw
1: this this is the best one this is the best like what the hell they
0: doing is Raw doing with their picks
1: like USA yeah. Network is a you've made you've made USA Network like fucking dummies
0: so yes
1: yeah go go through they took they, Alexa Bliss
0: number, number 12 Lacey Evans to Smackdown one earth would draft Lacey Evans to that high, Never mind. Um, I don't know. Like maybe, I mean, I don't like know Kevin that... Owens is right there. Chief. Oh, yeah. Like good I point.
1: don't. <laughs> very, very good point.
0: Um, then number 13, Raw runs to the podium and drafts Kevin Owens. Um, <laughs> is it Miz in the other pool?
1: <laughs> yes. You know what that means? Like, actually, you know, this is going to be the first time that like, I would assume that Miz is going to still be on Raw because of the, the, uh, the synergy of him being on, We'll see. Miz and Mrs. and also being on uh, the the uh, the Raw. So it's like, okay. Man,
0: many things that are expected to make sense often don't in this right, company. Right. So.
1: I agree. I agree. But <laughs> if SmackDown, if Miz is up on SmackDown, then you already know what's going to happen. With Kevin Owens on one show and Miz on the other one, you already know that the show that Miz is on is going to be the better show because we have gone through four years of this now and everything Fucking time. Miz Thanks is on it. one show. Owens is on the other. Owens is light years beyond Miz as a as a performer, as a wrestling act, but for some strange reason, Miz is always on the better show. I don't know how to explain it. Raw is three hours, Miz goes to Raw, Raw's a better show. Raw he comes back to SmackDown. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. How do I remember the first shake, the first shakeup after WrestleMania 33? when, it, it basically, like, SmackDown after SmackDown had that great run from the draft all the way to WrestleMania 33, and you're like, alright, so basically, it had the same roster, except they traded Miz for Kevin Owens. I can't wait for this Kevin Owens and AJ Styles feud. Boy, was I fucking wrong.
0: Yes. <laughs> this is completely let's, off let's game. It,
1: let's, let's have Kevin Owens go out there and headbutt, uh, who... Kevin Owens was like, uh... Oh, my God.
0: That was later Dude. on.
1: Vince was like seventy-two when he head butted him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What
1: the fuck is Vince doing?
0: Maybe he ain't recovered since. Oh. Like this is this is this is a CTE no, 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 operating. No, no, no. With.
1: Gotta remember, Generals already shamming for head headbutt. You can't blame that on that. Oh, <laughs> we, okay. We, we can't we can't blame that on that. We can't. But anyway, let's, back to lecture at hand. So it's like, please, please just put Miz and Owens on the same show. I'm tired of already knowing which show's gonna be the better show. And obviously, like, you know, for me, I'm gonna be watching SmackDown anyway, or Look, if I'm if I gonna watch the show, it's, it will be SmackDown because it's two hours.
0: Hey, so. if you watch Raw only, you're a cop.
1: Dude, like, <laughs> who's doing that? Like, no know, one like, I know. You know me. You know me. We don't do the favorite shit. Like, we have we have people that we like, and that's that's pretty much the gist of it. And we because all these people are talented, right? All these people are talented and try hard, but. If you are only, wa- if you're going to watch this three hour B show raw <laughs> <laughs> only for look, I love Becky. If Becky has a good segment or, or whoever else is on that show has good segments, good matches. I will find out. I will, I will hear about it. And I will watch it later. I will not be, unless there's like some special edition of raw, I will not be watching that shit. It's three hours. and It's the B show. I didn't want to watch raw when it's three hours. It was the A show not doing it look yeah. i've been I, on you know me and you have always kind of been like rooting for smackdown against raw and wanted to be fair ross as suppose this two and three shit um but now that smackdown is two hours it's the a show's on fox They even to pump whatever into it like i'll probably be watching that show until vince really you know fully you know fully sports entertainment is up but like I don't. You would think that's for-
0: that's coming. You would think that's coming now, we'll right? We'll
1: see. We'll see. Especially when you have you know Bray Wyatt like he was like, yeah, we want to yeah. we want the sports presentation. Let's put Bray Wyatt in the in the in the fucking uh, serial killer's mask on the show. Yeah, that that's yeah
0: yeah. You know Braun Strowman flipping cars and ambulances <laughs> and tagging with kids and, <laughs> and shit like that.
1: Like yes, and Roman Reigns fresh off of a fucking murder mystery. <laughs> Sports like feel oh, I'm sorry you know? uh, 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 sorry a a a, a uh, attempted murder mystery sorry yeah. so um
0: <sighs> number yeah, 14 like, yeah, the, the 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 revival yes. um
1: fine that's number, fine pick
0: number 15 Natalia Natalia's Raw. so um it was like they 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 started like trading women picks back and forth
1: oh i th- we haven't gotten to it yet yeah right, what's the next round
0: Round four. So we've got the Viking Raiders being drafted to Raw. So Raw starts the rounds with the picks again. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we've got the Lucha House Party on SmackDown being and drafted.
1: And, and Cole referred to it, like brought it up by saying, I love the Luchas. Everything has to be branded. They're not Luchadores. Can't be Luchadors. They're Luchas. Because the Luch- we don't own the word Luchador. We haven't patented that one or, or trademarked it. Like, we, but Lucha House Party, so we'll call them Luchas.
0: Uh Number 18, Nikki Cross all by herself. Which
1: makes no fucking sense. That's the, that's the one I was waiting on. Raw I'm sorry. Yeah, Raw with their second pick in this draft, with their Pacific second pick in this draft, they took AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson together as the OC because they're a faction, a team. They're an act. And then later in this, in this draft... They take Alexa Bliss, but not Nikki Cross, and then with another pick, they decide to take Nikki Cross. I guess use USA Network is buffoons. They're just they're just dumbasses. Well, they don't know how draft, drafts work, even though they knew how it worked when they with their second pick.
0: Yeah. Um. So I my initial impression was oh, okay, they're breaking them up, but I'm like, why can't you draft them together then break them up? Because they're not.
1: When it was happening, it was that's around this time or a little before. Like I probably like the think that third round is when they realized that oh shit, all the our, drivers our all list, fucking leaked. Our list is exactly what the list order was, so we have to flip a couple things around and make, make us not look like complete dumbasses or completely like uh you know left hands not or bad bad communication between our our, our gigantic corporation. So. That's when they switch, they start fucking up. Like, uh, I'm, I listened to the SmackDown review on um, Fightful, and then Sean, Sean Ross Sap said that, like, yeah, like, we found out later in the middle of the show that, like, the list is the same fucking list. Just like <laughs> everybody else did as a single the company.
0: They yeah. can fuck up a cup of coffee. I swear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> something
0: If something can go wrong, it often will.
1: <laughs> I mean,. I wasn't, I mean, I heard that the list leaked, but I was like, I remember looking, like, at the first round, and I was like, wow, that's the exact same board the first round. Wow, this is a whole list. That's crazy. But I didn't look at the rest of the list, see what happened. But then, like, once you see, like, Alexa Bliss and Nikki, like, both drafted the same show, and was like, wait a second, what's going on? I looked after that, and I was like, okay, so they moved Kevin Owens up. Kevin Owens was supposed to go, like, in the last round of that show. Wow. And they moved him up. To about where he, you know, closer wave, more of a representation of what she, he, she, or he represents to the company. So I was like, it's weird, and that's almost like they did that same thing with Kevin Owens. That in the 2016 draft where I think he went tenth overall, and it's like, yeah. he should have went in the top, you know, six or something like that. So, really so weird.
0: nineteen more sports are uh, like, uh, you know. <sighs> Stuff with heavy machinery, you know, gyrating and all this other foolishness that, Ot- that Otis is into.
1: Look, I mean, they're a good tag team. They're over. Where, where do they go to go to Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Ah, that's right. Yes. Smackdown.
0: And number twenty, the Street Profits, oh. who hopefully can start competing now and stop being, you know, the black narrators uh, yeah. of of Monday Night Raw. Yeah.
1: So, you know, how I always talked about how I want AOP to be like the new shield members for uh, like for Roman Reigns is heel stable. So you're like yeah. new improved, you know, buff neck shield, all buff necks. <laughs> so, so I'm assuming they're probably going to be in, because, because of the vignettes, I'm assuming they're probably going to stay on raw. But if we were going to do like some, since we're already doing like the hug shit with Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns, if they did a comedy uh, shield with with him and with Roman and fat guys, Heavy Streamer would take the cake. I want to see a segment, a comedy segment with Roman and Otis. I want to see it. See
0: this I is, is, this, is, this, is see this is off brand, James. The, the, the serious James Boyd. Just, no, 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 just, no, no don't, just do loves don't do that. Otis, I'm just baffled by this. Don't
1: do that because there's always a spot in WWE for the shenanigans. There's always spot for the shenanigans down at the bottom of an hour or whatever else, and they're over.
0: Is Elias Yano, in the other pool? Huh? Is Elias in the other pool?
1: Uh, he, I'm, I think he is, but he's injured right now. So like, gotcha. uh, so yeah, he's he's injured right now. But the thing for me is like, when you put Yana in the G1, I'm like, I don't want to fucking see him in a Grade One. Who wants to see that? Everyone. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you out here, sandbagging everybody's fucking ratings and whatever, whatever. And then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna put him in. We're gonna put him and Chi in the same block. We're not gonna separate the foolishness. We're not gonna break it up. It'll be you. You have no chance of having a better block. Screw you, Shingo. Screw you, Ishi. Screw you, Naito. The second half of Naito, not to like to try the back half of tournaments, but yeah, yeah. just generally, that's how it works. So anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about with the draft
0: other than it oh, looks stupid? It, it, it sounds very dumb. Um, just, just I, I think we, if we, you know, actually did a draft, it might come off a little bit like, you know, I think we could give them, you know, a better draft. All right, so, but go go through the draft real quick
1: and tell me like the drop-off point when you're like, wow, this like this company has after like, number ten. What was the tenth pick?
0: Bobby Lashley.
1: Ten right there is when you're like, wow, we have no doubt. Yep, you're right. Yep, so, um. And wow. Cynthia
0: and Kevin Owens should have been higher, but, you know... Of course, he should have yeah. been higher than
1: fucking Lashley. Yeah.
0: Where it's did, where did McIntyre go? Fifth.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, that's that was overreach, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it would be awesome if, like, they could do so I, many cool things with, like, the concept of a draft if they had anyone that had a clue about how actual drafts work. Yeah, and, right. like, they, they could have been, for weeks, they could have been setting this up with, like, shows on a network. Like, like they could have done draft stops, who you know, going into the draft, who's, you know, peaking, who's, they could have wrote, it's fake. They could have wrote storylines into everything. They could have had SmackDown trading picks. They could have, like, been offering people in, like, you know, they could have done a lot of stuff. Like To be fair, they did mention the
1: potential of trays and I'm assuming that's going to be after the draft. So mm-hmm. that's there. And then also with the and, free agent and everyone that's not saying,
0: drafted is a free agent. Right, right.
1: right. So there's going to be a treatment going on that. Like, as opposed to there's being one heap Slater, there's going to be like five of them or some shit like that. Um, you know, like either way, like those free – I think I think they should make they should make use of like at least two of them as a storyline. Like, look, I was lo- overlooked, and now look at me. I am now the insert whatever mid card title, you know, or tag team or whatever else. Like, just Slater them. Like that worked for Slater. Like they still some of those I got kid shirts.
0: Yeah. Um, um, so look, Slater getting these checks. When's the last time you seen Slater wrestle, bitch? So. I don't watch Raw and SmackDown, so that's. Okay, yeah. when's
1: the last time you remember anyone ever even hearing about him on a review on TV?
0: I think he may have been like backstage with Brock Lesnar or something. And then Brock, like, it, it was talking, something. Are you telling my mother,
1: I don't give a fuck about your kids or I don't give a shit about your kids?
0: That might have been it. That was like 2018. <laughs> that might have been it. This man's still getting checks off this shit, Rich. <laughs> Hey, I admire the finesse. Same look, here. Look, I admire, like, if you, if you can find a way for them not to, like, write you in more stupid shit, if you can just make that shit last. Yeah. Where What pool is R-Truth in? Is he in the other pool? Yeah, he's in the other pool. Okay, yeah. so, so it looks like the, the the Raw pool is, like, where all the questions will be answered. Where will <laughs> Dan Bryan end up? Because I do not want Dan Bryan stuck on this three-hour Raw. Better yet. Better yet. Now,
1: Corbin. He got clowned by Becky and Rock on the first episode on Smack on uh, on Fox. He had the match with Gable, the fourth match on Fox. Please, I fucking beg of you, do not put this nigga on SmackDown. <laughs> Leave because, him like, like, on Raw. Like
0: you huh? see, you can see it. Roman Reigns and the Monsters on SmackDown, look, and they would consider Corbin one of the Monsters. Bro. Lee,
1: look, fine, swap him for McIntyre or whatever, like. Whatever you do, leave him all Raw, so I don't have to watch that bullshit. Put it over there. Let Heyman do with it, you know, because they, you know, they say Heyman running this shit, so let Heyman run that shit. Look, uh, let let quote unquote bitch off <laughs> run
0: yeah <that> down. <laughs> Nigga say bitch showing up just eating catering every week. Yeah. Also like, you know, finessing out here, the names.
1: Yeah, so that yeah. Me, <laughs> hey, hey, what, what uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so. I mean, I think that's all we got on the on the uh, on the draft. You want to talk about? There's some. Oh, I'm looking at the show sheet. You really put Master P in House oh, House of Glory. on his I, it, it
0: wouldn't be One Nation Radio if we didn't talk about the great Percy Miller getting back into the <laughs> oh, wrestling God. business. So P, you know, as he's known, Master P. For for those of you not in the know, uh, James, can, can you give a, a quick rundown on uh, Master P? <laughs> <laughs> as far as what as far as you know uh, what he, what he did what you know who he is and, okay. and legacy uh, in the in the game and
1: Master P is a rapper that rose to prominence out of New Orleans uh before Cash Money uh rose to national prominence um, and he rose. He got, she got a major label due to the fact that he sold so many of his records uh, himself. You know, out of the back of his trunk, that sort of hustle or whatever else. The thing that the thing that people don't really know is like he scammed his way to that level of success. <laughs> uh, he had his. He went to college, uh, University of Houston, came back, um, and he had a a uh, a record shop himself. And what he would do is because he was making his own music. Was that like he would? When people would come in and buy someone's record, he would put his own fucking label, his own barcodes on the shit. So then it racks up. And he's like, "Look at me! I've moved. I have sold a hundred thousand units of shit like that." So then people came. So then record labels came up a- flocking. And he had, he had some legitimate buzz, but like that, he boosted his own numbers. So for then from there, he ends up getting his uh, his uh, independent deal. Uh and you know, they were putting out those fucking records. Like I think it was like, he put out 30, uh, I think there was a time where they put up like 50 something records in two years
0: from they, out of, who, out of, who out of, they? no, limit. Who, oh, no, no limit. limit records. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm just making oh, sure. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. His record company is no limit records. Uh, <laughs> and he had, you know, people like misco. He had his brother, so the shocker, he had his other brother, see murder. He had, uh, he has, let's Snoop. See, he, he, he has Snoop after the fame, but yes, he did have Snoop. Uh, Snoop, right after uh, the death, getting out of the death row deal. Um, yeah, so you're putting out a bunch of different, like, people that had no business coming out with records. Hell, P, you know, you ever heard some people for, like, Ghetto D? He had no business putting out with records. Some of that shit didn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, anyway, uh, you know, he was one of those dudes that's like, he he wasn't, a, he was a fine rapper, but the thing with him was, like, people appreciated that hustle he had, um, and people appreciate the fact, that, like, that dude was really nifty at making hooks, mhm, and like at the time, like they were a lot of it was they were they were from New Orleans, but they also were like rapping over like west west coast beats at the same time, too, like,
0: yeah, like kinder. ice cream man,
1: yeah, yeah, so like they so they they were they were southern, but it was it was on like a mind trip at times to be like why is they, why are these Southern ass things rapping over some shit that sounds like, you know, dads corrupt with a God on or something, right? So, um, so yeah, like that's, he, so from there, he had so much he They sold so many records. They sold like, they sold over a hundred million records and like, the thing is like, they were just putting out those things like quick, quick. quick. Like they, like I said, like almost two years to put out like 52 records, uh, albums and stuff. So like, I mean, they all like had different collabs. Like, um, there were like, P was in two different groups, and like so, for example, like there was a group that was like uh... I can't remember the names of the groups. True, but like, true was one of the groups, and there was another group where like all they did was swap out like C Murder from Mystical, and like that's a that's a group of its own, but like yeah, it's, but it's still like uh, Silk and, and and P. So it's like it was, it was crazy. This so, man was
0: getting his hand in multiple yeah. pots.
1: Yes, and like another thing is like he he ended up getting a Pepsi commercial too. Like, so that's, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, yes, he was getting, he, he was getting a Pepsi commercial in like a 2000. And, yeah. So, you know, little Romeo, he also made his son a, a pop star. He was like the, the lesser ver- or not, not lesser, ver- but like, he was like a, a alternative to like bow at the time. Like they were contemporaries of like the, 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 the teenage or like preteen, like stars or whatever else for in rap that you see on like one six park or whatever else. So like, I mean, no Limit sold a shit ton of records, and then, like, you know, people, it just didn't last because you can't put out that much. They diluted, look, they put out too much product, and people didn't want to buy that shit no more, and they moved on. And also, like...
0: I'm familiar.
1: Yeah, and also, you look at cash money, and the opposite, of New Orleans is like, all right, we've had enough New Orleans rap, we'll go with the many fresh production, thank you very much. So, that's that's <laughs> kind of like the tell on that, like, as far as why they didn't have the lasting power. Like he was a good rapper but like they didn't have a star like a juvenile or like necessarily like a um like a wayne or like a future prospect like you know it's funny wayne is like the is like the darby allen like if darby allen becomes like some super superstar like the best you know the best wrestler in the world or, or whatever like that's kind of like what wayne did like wayne went from all right he's like the third guy in this group of young dudes and then like but he's super young he's only like you know 14 and then he ascends to, you know, national, you know, superstar level. So, anyway, that's an, that's enough New Orleans rap talk. Yeah. yeah so, uh,
0: Master P has broken <laughs> into the wrestling business. Of course, he had his run in WCW in the late 90s during this time where he claimed he could sell out the Superdome, James. <laughs> he no. could sell out the Superdome. Uh, spoiler alert, he did not. Um, <laughs> um so uh you know the the cash the no limit soldiers versus the west texas rednecks you know i hate rap and swole 400 000. you guys know all the stories but yeah. master p has apparently bought back into wrestling and he has purchased house of glory wrestling which is a northeast indie promotion like you know has ties like a pipeline and AEW. An um and you know he he made some somebody caught him coming out of somewhere in New and, York.
1: It also has the pipeline to some of the bigger po- wrestling podcasts in the world, like Solo Monster and uh, JD. JD. Yeah, so yeah, that's so, also interesting.
0: Yeah, that that is that is funny. Um, so JD put out a tweet, very excited about the uh, Master P acquisition. So wait, JD said this. Oh yeah, he's okay. he's all in.
1: So I'm going to ask you a question, and my question is this: over or under five? Four and a half masterpiece songs that JD's ever heard in his life.
0: Under zero.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's heard one.
0: Okay, he's probably had to have heard one. I would it, say there's
1: no way he hasn't heard. Uh, make him say on. Uh. There's no way he hasn't you to have
0: to it. have heard make him say uh. If right. you're in, if you're a human with a pulse, you've had to have heard that. All
1: right. So that's so that's one. Okay. But like I'm just saying, there's like they, maybe okay. I could have been for down. Maybe say like he hangs around somebody out there.
0: Maybe he he heard he about, about it. About it. maybe <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You think but, you heard he
1: did that? You think you heard hell that? Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move forward to this piece.
0: <laughs> it ain't my fault. That you did not hear that either. So. Oh, ain't no way he you heard that. Uh, ain't he got
1: pee on it. Well, yeah. actually, no. P's on the pee's on the hook or whatever. Or he's doing uh, the talking. But yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, you think you heard somebody's watching me?
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so it's it's cool. This masterpiece said, McMahon, watch out!" You know, whatever. So what?
1: he, he said, "What?" He
0: said some shit about Vince McMahon, need to watch out. You know, I'm getting in, back in wrestling. I'm with House of Glory, uh, so who knows how this is going to continue? Because uh, House of Glory was owned, uh, I think. Amazing Red was a trainer, so he's going to need to get like a trainer going uh, for him to to make some noise in this. And I actually had seen you know some other folks talking about it. And what? He's going to need to do. He's going to need to invest heavily in the aesthetics. He's going to invest in training for, you know, whoever his trainer is going to be to to get this shit popping, and then figure out like they they have a nice building. We were there over WrestleMania weekend. It, yeah, whether they have
1: a spacious that, building too,
0: yeah. Uh, whether you're going to upgrade like the, the look of it, and we already know like you know the plugs like they've already been on. They have a road to get on fight TV, of course. They have like you know there's a pipeline for AEW, so that might be you know. I think Tony Khan and P need to link up at some point. Just you know, I just <laughs> want to see it for, for for the culture. Like that's where, that, like that's where Sadie Gibbs should be wrestling at. Yeah, like Like you can send some some in people war, out in
1: wardrobe.
0: Yeah, you, you <laughs> can send some folks there and have P take care of them because you know at, at least Master P gonna make you look like a star. Like he gonna he gonna try to he gonna try to figure it out for you. There's gonna be money there, so. <laughs> like um depends on i wonder how how big he plans to take it does he want to keep it like a regional like northeast kind of thing does he w- have aspirations of making it bigger but uh the, the one thing about master p is i always notice that he's always you always hear about him starting a lot of um right you know, ventures so right. that's the dirty little secret yes and then you
1: know they might not be around do we you know? want to talk about no limit uh no limit agency oh my god do do you want to talk about ricky williams <laughs> Do you
0: sure want to talk
1: about that? Sure thing. P was doing so much hustling the rest in the music game that like he decided I hey, I'm going to get in a sports agency or agenting. And
0: he Way ended before Jay Z.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait there, Look, there's a joke that's like, like uh, Master P is everything you think Jay Z is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? He Ha! What? He done done it all.
1: Okay, so <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs>
0: This is in so like now, now. I say this being this is in light of Jay Z's recently recent ro- dealings with the NFL and everything like that, and B P P being so self-sustained, so black-owned, and so like you know independent. Like this is you know e- e- what everyone says Jay Z is. A lot of people think that's what actually Master P is. That's You,
1: you know, I've heard people say that about him and Diddy. I've never heard anyone say that about him and P. I've never P. Okay, so. Yeah. All right, so, um, oh shit. <laughs> okay,
0: Ricky Williams. Okay,
1: okay so back in '98, Ricky Williams was a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, he was expect, or a lot of people thought he was gonna be the first pick in the overall pick in the draft. He ended up going uh, top five. Um, so he's a he's a. Uh, oh my god, I forgot what ridiculous thing it was he did, but basically. Ricky, if you know anything about Ricky Williams, you know like not everything is. He is an eccentric dude. That's the way I'm it. I'm not getting to the old Ricky Williams thing, but just know he's one of the most talented runners of the football in NFL history, and he's also a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a off-brand type person. Or come, he comes from hey, the field on you a lot.
0: So, does, this, does Ricky Williams believe there are no straight lines?
1: Oh, he definitely believes that there are no straight lines. <laughs> he is, he is definitely, look, if, if there, look, when, for all we know, when him and Lenny Kravis was out there uh, in that tent together, they were about here, they were out here trying to find the plutonic solids. That's, that's so, all right. So, um, anyway, y'all Google Lenny Kravitz, Ricky Williams, uh, y'all, whatever. Uh, so anyway, um, Ricky gets his huge deal. And I think he gets. I think he. It was some. So I can't remember. It was so. It was something really stupid he did with Ricky Williams' money. It was let you know that like this dude had no business managing, uh, doing the talent thing at that stage right then or whatever. Or he was someone that was like clearly like new to the game and didn't know what was going on. But he ended up messing up messing with Ricky's money. Ricky ended up um, immediately out of New Orleans. Um, Ends up in Miami. He wins a rushing talent two thousand, and then he retires like two years later after winning rushing title. Whatever. Uh, so, but, like, that's pretty much... The, all. Like, Rick... Like, Master P is almost, like... He's also, like, one of those people that's also a candidate for World's Mission person. He's also playing the fucking NBA. There's something R- like that,
0: too. R- like, he's a tr- he, he rapped, sold dope, and played in the NBA.
1: And agent the nigga.
0: And was in wrestling.
1: Right. Like, he's like...
0: What? A very unique life. Yes. Like- like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Lighter like, Man was a
1: hornet. Anyway... So, I mean, I don't know, like, I-, I hope him the best, like, I hope that he can make uh Hog into something that I, like, hear good things about, like, we need some places, like, you know, we talk about Booker T's, like, uh, Reality of Wrestling, we talk about Hog. like, we need some places where, like, we can send talent and audiences okay with them and not scared of them, so, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because if you watch that that Hog Show, I know you didn't see it, but the last one uh, the Bucks against Private Party was the main event, and it was, it was bro, it was all up and down that card. It was yeah. it was it was Spanish cats. It was like you know, it, it was a lot. It, it was that diversity that everybody's looking for. So <laughs> um, yeah, the diver. No, look, not, that's not actual diversity, but yeah. it is
1: the quote unquote diversity that they're looking for. Correct. Like,
0: that's why like they're that, looking
1: yeah. for. They're looking for. They're looking for brown and black faces.
0: Yep. And they so, don't want
1: to call it brown and blackface.
0: They want to call it diversity. Yep. Um, speaking of the the farthest thing from diversity, NWA power. Oh, uh. okay. So <laughs> I
1: heard a bunch of good things about it. I heard people love the promos. I, I um, love it. So go ahead. Tell me. Give, give me the rundown.
0: All right. So the, the show opens, and it's like the old-school graphics. You see the studio uh, wrestling audience, and then you cut essentially to the music video.
1: So, quick question: Is it is it more like the Georgia Championship, or is it more like the Mid Atlantic?
0: It's more like Mid Atlantic, I would say. Okay. Um. So, you you get the the into the fire from Dokin, So it sounds like straight out of like 1985, 86 ah, like ah. music. You see, like uh, all their stars in the video package, like uh, James Storm, Eli Drake, uh, Nick, all Tim Storm, like everybody just kind of like hitting their moves, and you know essentially you come back to the building is rocking first dude to come out is nick aldis and he's like yeah i'm a bad motherfucker i'm the world champion i got this this six foot blonde white woman with me i'm the man like out here (laughs) essentially and he he cuts it like just a a, a phenomenal promo uh just pretty much laying it out all the characters that that are coming out there's a short match i believe that stars it's like eli drake and caleb Connolly gives it's, it's worked in the squash match format, but I want to say it only goes like four or five minutes. And he gives Conley a lot. Cornett's on commentary, of course. Uh, after the match, Eli Drake is his turn to talk. He cuts a great promo. And then at this point, I'm like, Eli Drake is perfect for Southern wrestling. This is nice. Yeah.
1: This Brave is the is he can talk.
0: Correct. And like, it, it was like, wow, he made the best choice he could. Like, literally, if, if he had the, the foresight, like, you know, I remember when he signed. Right, it was like mm-hmm. they were on that Ring Honor pre-show, and it was like you signed with the NWA, and then now it just makes perfect sense. If he yeah, they up yeah. on this vision is like, this is the perfect place for 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 these guys to go, and it was just overall, it just felt like it felt like a throwback. It felt like thirty years ago, mm-hmm. but today still. So, and
1: Cornet was awesome my commentary. So quick question, the wrestling style, is it like the 80s or is it updated?
0: So it's very basic, I would say, but engaging still at the same time. And then.
1: OK, so it's like uh, the 80s then.
0: Yeah. So right. at the end, uh, of course, like, you know, you get the short matches and then you get a main event with a little mm-hmm. bit of time on it. It's Tim hour-long show, Storm. Yes, yeah, hour long show. Okay, Can't re- recommend it enough. Tim Storm is a better baby face than. Than anyone in WWE right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I Tim, he's 50- Tim Storm <laughs> is 50 years old, right? And he's <laughs> like it's like he's this, this guy that winning the NWA world title, this he's the guy that all the resurgence of the NWA kind of started from. Okay. But he's no longer the champion. He lost it. Nick this took it on, Cody won it, you know, different stuff like right, that. Right. But he's like, this is my last shot at the belt, essentially. And they start talking about um, you know, him going through um, uh, you know, everything he's a school teacher and he's uh he he's trying to win it for his mother who's still alive. Uh wow. Mama Storm, as he said, and the crowd immediately start chanting Mama Storm and uh you just get an awesome like match, like you get everyone can talk. And then <laughs> it's like it's the part of wrestling that's like missing essentially. Yeah. Um and Nick this he I've all right. He's one of my favorite guys. Um, he's not the flashiest wrestler in the world. Yeah, but he's just
1: good. He, he's just he's flatly
0: good. He's really good. good. My, I, I believe I said um, after I watched him and Marty Skrull um, for the MWA 70th anniversary. I want to say they had like a four and a quarter match in the main okay. event. I was like, Nick Aldis should be on top as a world champion somewhere. And I'm glad he found his somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're going to get to see this vision of wrestling uh, that is needed. And then – It it can't be on at a better time. It's on on Tuesdays, right before AEW Dark. So everyone's going to go check out NWA and then be ready for AEW Dark. It's essentially a lead-in, like, right on YouTube. And I don't know if they'll ever get a TV deal doing this. And I had concerns where um, once you get past that nostalgia, because that's going to grab you. The second you watch this thing, it's going to be like, this presentation is incredible. Like I was like, well, what are they going to do to keep people, right? but I've been led to believe that there is stuff down the pipeline. That it just keeps getting better and better and better. And all the reports coming out of it and strong reviews. I can't find anyone talking down uh, about this show. And Eddie Kingston was on there as well. Um, James Storm was what, like a superstar. Quick,
1: quick question. What did Eddie Kingston have to say?
0: Because I've never
1: seen, I think I Eddie Kingston has a reputation that precedes him. So what did he have to say?
0: So that part I didn't actually see. But he um like I my phone had like crashed and I had to reboot it, but (laughs) I didn't go back and watch. But um I heard good things. So (laughs) um yeah, but I I can't recommend the show enough. Like if you throw it in the rotation, it's an hour long. If you guys haven't, you know, heard about it, if you haven't been on Twitter, it's kinda hard. Like they've um been sending out if you file the NWA account on Twitter, they are cropping out the little promos. Uh, and you can see it there for yourself but I would encourage anyone to check the show out especially like you know if you're someone that is like you you, you see the way wrestling's done today and um, you're like kind of disenfranchised from it if you are like you know if you're over 40 or something like that like you're going to feel very at home uh, watching this and someone like me who didn't grow up watching territory style wrestling but always heard about it this is really cool to see this type of a platform like you know with that genre because like Vince McMahon man told us it was dead forever and it will never work and this is just like another like fuck you like to that thinking like this, uh, this is the way wrestling is nwa is showing that there is another it's like a rubik's cube there's another side of like wrestling presentation and it, it's not you know filled with big moves and and everything like that but it's like very stripped down, very easily digestible. And I look forward to seeing who, you know, where this goes, like, can they make any new stars? Can they, what's the recruiting like? Like, what's, you know, the whole, like, what's the strategy behind this? Cause right now it's just a YouTube show. So I don't really know.
1: Okay. So I haven't checked it out. I've heard nothing. Like you said, I heard nothing but good things about it. But the thing is like, there's so much fucking wrestling around in, Granted, like, I'm not, I could probably throw it in on Mondays, but hopefully I don't get spoiled on it because it comes out on Tuesday and that's six whole days. But, like, between, you know, whatever good things I hear about with, with uh, Dark, I'm going to check that out. Um, my Wednesdays is AEW. My Thursdays is NXT. Um, Fridays, typically, for me, has been stardom whenever they have a show or whatever else and or, like, a, a Sunday show, a big Sunday show like Cork and all. I normally wait until all the matches are up and then watch, but, like, I'm going to have to get it where I live when it comes to that now because SmackDown, like, every so often I'm going to watch that, but it's, like, you know, and then, you know, pay-per-views on Saturdays and Sundays, so it's a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, um, like you, you mentioned, like, if sports entertainment is for you and all these kids doing the flippy flippy shit ain't for you, this is a spot, this is a potential spot for you. Like I remember looking at um, Twitter and seeing plan basically like I'm doing wrestling. Yeah. And like, I hope I, I mean, I haven't talked to him, but like, I hope he eventually like, you know, takes a look at, at, at power and, and hopefully that might give him something to, you know, to, to, to at least latch onto, to keep it, you know, keep it going. Cause you know, you only stop watching wrestling as a wrestling fan, because like you just, you feel like there's nothing for you and you know like you said like that's like promos is clearly like a it's like <laughs> it's it's like the uh oh my god billy bean is like is like a money it's Moneyball, right like it's the inefficiency in the, fish scene, the marketplace like everybody does all the re- all the great wrestling around the world like japan and whatever else and you have the american indies where it's all the flippy stuff and then you have WWE, which is whatever the fuck that is.
0: <laughs> whatever so, they decide that week. Yeah,
1: whatever they decide from, from one, mom, one moment to the next. It's whatever they want to be to excuse the foolishness. And so it was like, all right, so who's doing the killer promos? Not really people out there like that. So if, that, if that's your thing is like, I want, you know, um, wrestling that follows my sensibilities in the ring as far as the psychology of that and, you know, killer promos. That sounds like a that sounds like a good spot for people.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so- I, I will. I will be tuned in uh, next week. <laughs> so, uh, and, and just the in- opening intro video is like goosebump inducing. So, uh, we'll see if NWA uh, can, can keep their heads above water long enough. But the the view the viewership is looking awesome on YouTube, and you know that's all they can ask for. So uh, they've got a lot of goodwill going off that first week. And Cornette's fucking awesome the whole time. That don't shocker,
1: right? <laughs> like one of the greatest announcers of all time is still great at announcing. Like, yeah. think about the think about what people were talking about Cornette like during the NWA the seventieth anniversary show. Um, mm-hmm. was it, a few months ago. That's when uh, that's when all this won the belt back, right? Yeah, yeah. Like people were talking, were raving about him then. So it's like that don't surprise me at all that he's still, you know. He still has the fastball, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, um, now that we're done, uh, I guess we' time to talk about stardom. So, Rich, hit the
0: music.
1: So we just got done recording this uh, segment, and we're going to have to do it again because I botched and it did not record. So I'm going to apologize on air to Rich Lada. My deepest apologies. I'm so sorry.
0: We we lost like the greatest segment we ever did. (laughs) I just can't believe that it's just lost forever now, you know, to the annals of time. Uh, You know, We'll never get it back.
1: Yeah, well, you see me. I'm looking at this damn thing like a hawk. It's recording now. It better not play with me. Throw this damn thing in the river. Anyway, so... <laughs> <sighs> okay, so... Tomorrow we have... Uh, Stardom has their October Kirk and Hall show. And um, on that show will be a couple of matches from the... Uh, Stardom's Tag League. They call it the Goddess of Stardom Tag League. Uh, so we're going to talk about that first, and then we'll talk get into tomorrow's Kirk and Hall show. Um, so... This is just a tag league like you've ever seen. It's Round Robin two blocks. Uh, they call it their blocks, the blue goddess and the red goddess. I'm not calling it. I'm calling a red block, blue block. So just for the sake of confusion, just know that red corresponding with the goddess one, if you ever look at the, the standings or whatever else. So, uh, let's, let's, let's go through the red block. The red block is a more talented, uh, or loaded block with talent. Uh, to start out, you have the stardom champions, the stardom tag champions of jungle, Hyona and Konami. Uh, second team is Mayu Iwatana may, Mayu Iwatana. Mayu Iwatani and Sakikashima. Uh, the third team is so damn cute they may as well be a like a anime cartoon, Riho and Starlight Kid. F- third team is Momo Watanabe and Azumi. I'm sorry, that's the fourth team. I'm sorry, I can't count. Uh, the fifth team is Suzuki and Naskotora. And then the sixth team is B Priestley and Jamie Hayter, the top Gaijin team. So, Rich, thoughts on the block? Red starting out.
0: Uh, lots of interesting teams. Of course, you got B and Jamie, who are both uh, wearing all black, both foreign, both, um, <laughs> you know, tall, I guess, <laughs> for, for, <laughs> la- for lack of, uh, you know, another way to describe them. Uh, both dark haired women. Uh, yes. um. I, I definitely like the uh the Momo and Izumi team from uh Queen's Quest. Uh looking like they're, you know, primed to make a run here. And of course, you know, uh, of the Rich Ladders Pro Wrestling Tree, uh the team of Rio and Starlight <laughs> Kid, you know, fast paced <laughs> offense and uh, you know, no fucking around with it, getting to it, you know. Yeah, like I can tell you right now, like
1: Momo and Azumi versus Starlight and Rio is gonna be a fucking barn burner. <laughs> no way it's not gonna be great like so uh yeah so for me this is thoughts is like this is the most talented uh block it's like the blue block has to have a couple things go go right for not to get embarrassed in like night to night match quality but like i mean they go six and deep they go six deep like they have in my opinion, between Jungle and Konami, uh, Riho and Starlight, Momo and Azumi, and B and Jamie, like, those are four quality teams where both people can can step up, step up, and then the two other teams have, you know, arguably the two best wrestlers in the entire company, between Momo and and Mayu shepherding the other team, and, like, the other two, the, their tag partners are not slouches, they're just not the best wrestlers in stardom. So, like, this... This this card is gonna or this block is just gonna be filled in uh, with his quality matches left and right, and this makes me think of their Grand Prix red block also, where you know going into the last Corican show, that last show they had five people all eligible to um, still alive to win the block, and I could see something similar happening here where everybody's battling to get the six points, maybe even seven points, but uh, it, it's just gonna be a just an asking contest, and you know. Unfortunately, Jungle and Konami are the tag champs, so
0: chance. I feel or, like that knocks them out.
1: That, that almost feels like you disqualify, like immediately, like not a chance, right? Like they're they're, they're sitting there like Okada, right? Yep. <laughs> um. So last few years, so for me, um, if it was me to see the best match in the final and also um, elevate somebody. Um looking at and also looking at some of the uh like the last night. Like the last night is Momo and Azumi versus Jungle and Konami. Like that's clearly a block final. So um
0: I see I I for
1: for me I'm gonna pick a Momo and Azumi uh to win that block. Yeah uh, but
0: same here. here? Same here. And I I feel like there's another team in the blue block that's gonna be waiting for them.
1: Yeah. So in the blue block, the teams first team is Arisoshiki and Tam Nakano. Second team is Kagetsu and Andres Miyagi. The third team is Natsu Samiri and Seshamoth Martina. Recently signed a ring of honor.
0: Two checks.
1: Yep, two checks. And you know, when she signed, I didn't you know, I, I had some concerns, wondering if she was gonna ever come back because she was actually drafted in a stardom draft. In April and then she's you know, she did the UK NXT UK tryout. Um now she signed Ring of Honor, but apparently she still came through. Why? Because she wants these two checks. Um put a check with a check with a check. Uh, Correct. So, MJG Lives on 2.1 on radio. So <laughs> um uh 14 team, Hannah Kamura and Def Yamasan. Def Yamasan, uh she is a great wrestler when she wants to be a great wrestler. Um, uh, but she also has the the gene simmons kiss face face paint so she'd be a comedy act because she does a lot of comedy um she really is a comedy wrestler but she's also a great wrestler right so um depending on what we get like if if going into tomorrow's kurokin show hannah could be the red belt champion Bish. they might want to they might want to
0: go ahead bitch Def Yama-san is gonna be protecting Hanukkah Mora like the secret service. All <laughs> oh, yes, the pins.
1: All, all the pins. eating all the pins. But like if you know if they want to do have a serious tag team and Hannah wins on Monday or tomorrow, and they want to, you know, rep fre- fresh red belt champion, like we could get like serious high speed Yamasan and like that's a great team if, if that's the case. Uh Bobby Tyler and Zoe Lucas. Yeah, um, this is clearly the inferior Gaijin team. Um, I can see them eating a lot of pins in this tournament. Like they could be like the tag team equivalent of Avery, or maybe they lose a lot often, but like at the end they pick up some wins and it's kind of save face. Play spoiler, but I, I see them eating a lot of pins. Then the last team is a team I'm going to officially call, refer to as Saya and Saya si- on Saya. So that's Saya <laughs> Ida and Saya Kamatani. Uh, these are two rookies. Saya debuted earlier in the year, like, in the winter, and then, uh, Saya just, uh, Kamatani just recently in August, uh, debuted, uh, on the undercard of some of these grand pre-shows. She was having singles matches. She's trying to showcase what she can do as a young, more or less, like, a young lion doing young lion at She had a match with, uh, Mayu that, that I checked out. It was, like, three and a half, like, so she has um at, at that height at five six she's basically like a footer like a six foot charlotte in uh in stardom so uh she brings a lot to the table so I, i'm interested to see what she can do with what is basically like the top the top pin eater in all of stardom like <laughs> that she is if there was the heavy pin, pin eaters, yes she is she would be the the pin eater the top pin eater she'd be the king of the mountain the mountain is a molehill but she'd be <laughs> the, still a mountain
0: that's her that's her molehill yes so um this got Arissa and Tam written all over it for me. Um, yeah, you know, okay. Arissa got her own belt, and obviously, her and Tam got some you know that goes deeper than rap. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I think they could be you know facing off against um, who was it? Uh, Momo and Azumi, and seeing as how Momo is kind of outside the uh, two title pictures, you can go ahead and use this loss to further uh, infuriate Tam with Arissa's presence and uh eventually they can go down a road with that and then you know you can get that rematch of the title match of the block final of a block a or the red block and keep this shit nice and simple
1: yeah yeah um i mean it, it, if we go down that path like i mean that sets forth a white belt um match another one which is r- would be a replay of what is probably their best the best match of all the stardom this year um you elevate Azumi. Um, she's been a trios champion before, but she's never been a a tag champion um, or goddess champion. I don't, I don't believe. Um, and then also like, you know, Konami beat Arisa. Um, so like, you also have that at play where like, if she is freed up from the tag title, she might get a white belt match down the line, or maybe you get. Konami versus tam i'd love to see Konami versus tam uh but you know or Konami versus either either person that's eventually going to be white belt champion like she, she she's overqualified to challenge for that belt like she's somebody that i've been saying like in the tournament going into it, i was like hopefully like this all the losses that Arisa takes like sets up potential challengers in the uh from the tournament going forward in the future like kind of you know restock the challengers that she took out like Tam Jungle in Hazuki because those were high level um, wins, but yeah, uh, you mentioned it. Tam and Oris seem like a, almost like a lot to to win the blue block, but I mean, we'll see if they you know they give some respect to Hannah and, and um, Yamasan, Kagesu and Konami. I'm sorry, Kagesu and Miyagi. Uh, they make they they make a great tag team champion uh, champions, but the thing is I'm kind of concerned about the fact that they're already trios champions with Natsu Samire. So I don't know, but like team Sendai is going to be a fun watch uh, in this tournament because like they've had tag, they've had, they've tagged together on the, on the shows before in the past. And I mean, two quality wrestlers tagging together, they have good matches. What do you know? Um, but yeah, like we, you know, we mentioned the red block is the more loaded top to bottom, you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm just gonna, I'm with you on that scenario. That's scenario I want. Yeah.
0: That scenario uh, that's scenario I want. That's on paper what I'm looking at, but you know, I, I think you gotta you gotta throw some respect on B and Jamie, just how protective B's been. Right. Uh, and Jamie's been upsetting folks all summer. So we'll see what what happens with that. I think the um uh the red belt match on the Kurkan show will probably tell us a little bit more about, you know, their future. Right. Uh, as B maybe be being phased out of the promotion shortly, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think she's being phased out phased, of the Well, of you know,
0: she's coming off the mountain.
1: Yeah, potentially, yeah. So um, tomorrow is a Kurokin show, uh white belt match and a red belt match. We'll start with the red belt match first. The Grand Prix winner, Hannah Kamara versus red belt champion, B Priestley. S- feels re- It feels like it's time. feels like it's time.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, Hanukkah more been making uh, money all summer uh, since she signed, moving a bunch of merch and making the gates go up. And she's been this, this draw from what I'm gathering. And yeah. I think – I don't think you cut her off here. I think Rossi sees the money, and where the money goes, Rossi follows behind. Yeah, and so- also
1: – they also had the benefit of last year when Mayu won the uh, won the Grand Prix. She lost, so you can't be like, "Well, we don't want to just overdo it and it's automatic win." Like, nah you you've paid those you paid those dudes last year by like killing that redemption arc. So like now, put it on your top draw right now if you want want to. You have the you have the greenest of lights to do so. Yeah. Now. Um, I hope they have a, I hope they have a really good match. Uh that's I think that's the, the the hope. But um either way, even if this match isn't as as what we're all hoping for, we're pretty much have a lock in the white belt match matchup between Kigetsu and Arisoshiki. Uh they on the last night in Kurkan, um in the previous Kurkan show, they they had a great match. Um the second best match on that card and it went to a time limit. So I can't wait to see what happens. Like, do they have to go? Uh, are they going to go like a, a in and uh, J White where they're going to have to go like a couple minutes past the thirty minute time limit to make you feel like you earn going past the time limit? Do you think that's what they're going to do. So you think they're going to go like and have like a seventeen minute yeah. match?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they'll they'll probably have like a twenty. So <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this match. I loved their last match. I, the draw caught me out of nowhere. Uh, I you know, didn't pay attention to the 15-minute call, and then I was like, what happened? But I was <laughs> on the edge of my seat. So uh, definitely looking forward to seeing a winner determined on this one. And uh, Rissa, when it comes to the big matches, she's usually ready and can guess who's awesome, aggressive, uh, and just tough as hell Like in the ring. you know, And she's explosive in our own way
1: yeah she's super sudden that's what i um that's one of the things like she's so good and I wonder like how much more respect she would have like around the rest of the world or, like she wasn't like you know the the miss spinning and the Odeo Tai shenanigans like if she was just a straight wrestler like a straight up wrestler like how that would like how how much more respect she would have as supposed to Oh, yeah, like she's she looks super talented, but like her matches don't like you know, don't have like don't leave you like on that high that like a clean finish would give you. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we're gonna get it. I think I think we're gonna love it. So, I I think I almost have that, like, you know, got the four things will be one of the best matches of the year. I've almost have that, like, the four and a four and a half already just ready for it to go. Just, <laughs> just, just, already, just already have it ready and ready to go. So, um, oh yeah, the third singles match, an important match on there is uh, a showcase match between Tam Nakano and Saya Kamatani. Um, I think I talked on the last time we talked about this, Rich, was um, before we- I lost the footage, uh, the footage, the tape, the recording. All the old school stuff that doesn't exist anymore. When I lost when I, uh, when I lost a digital uh, sample of this or sa- digital recording of this, I'm, I'm just f- trying to find the words, but found it. Digital recording of this, I mentioned to you that like Saya was one of, in the idol um, part of the promotion of Stardom, where you know they have dancers and singers that perform before the matches or before the uh, the car starts, like on the like a, a dark performance or whatever else. And um, and the thing about that is. They bring people in, but in order for you to do that, you also have to w- train for wrestling, and that's how Rossi gets you. <laughs> that's, yep. that's how he recruits. That's how he gets some of his talent. So um, Tam uh, is is a secretary in the office, uh, as as opposed to just being the wrestler. And she was at one point in charge of um, organizing the stuff for the for the uh, idols. So, she kind of stepped down for that reason. So, like, this is, like, a mentor-mentee type match. Like, so, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, obviously, she didn't train her. That's more Kagetsu's thing with the training. But, like, obviously, she had a hand in her, you know, where she is now. So, between that match she had with Mayu and also being in there with Tam now, like, I expect them to have I expect them to have a really good match. So, I'm excited to see what it can bring in um, for her because she's 5'6". Five, 5'6", six. Five, six, we talked about earlier, like... There's there's a dollar sign on her forehead if she, if she if if she is and from what she's already shown, like that could be the future. Like, you know, we always talk about um Starlight and Azumi, but like that could be like that could be Utami and Momo and Azuki and um oh, yeah. and, no 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 or sorry, like Momo, Utami, Hazuki, and uh Hannah, that could be like Like the future meaning like next year, and then like those super long plays, it's like it's like it's like Azumi and Starlight, like so. the The future looks bright for this company with all that young talent, but we'll see because obviously you know injuries. They wrestle up, they wrestle rough style, a fast style, and also you know uh, some of them eventually are going to be like "Eh, you know what I feel like going to college, so yeah, it might so or to get signed away. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that part. We got about, forgot about that part. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. So um, you mentioned. Uh, oh yeah, and also you have the block matches. I can't remember which block matches are uh, on this show to start.
0: Uh, so we've got a the the blue match of uh, Bobby Tyler and Zoe Lucas against Natsu Meyer and Martina, and then there's Mayu Watani and Saki and Kashima against Momo and Azumi.
1: And that's one of those matches where we talk about like yeah like clearly Saki is a pin eater there and Saki, Basaki is a is a good wrestler but like she is just like the fourth in command of stars so like with i mean they were all in that same red block like you saw those you saw momo versus versus mayu you saw mayu versus azumi you know what's gonna happen in this match so it, it's gonna be i'm great. ready yeah so, I mean, and also there's a gauntlet uh with a bunch of uh like pin eaters and young girls. So, um also I think uh Konami's also in that match. Right? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, this is going to be one of the better shows. This might be this has the potential to be the best Stardom show of the year. Um I would probably say for me the best one was probably hmm might have been this last or the the final of the uh of the grand prix it might have been um hmm i can't remember like there's one from like the summer besides just uh but it's gonna be a great card like you know you're guaranteed to have a banger in uh, the white belt match and everything else is gonna be you know High quality is going to damn sure be better than Hell in Cell. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. I was, you know if you have Stardom or whatever else, I'd say check it out. I think um, because the show's on a Monday, I'd assume all the matches will be up by Friday, Saturday, definitely Saturday. So, um, if you want to put in your money to, to check out the show, go ahead. Um, and you know, next week I'll give you an update or a review on on the show, or whatever. So,
0: for sure.
1: So, yeah, uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, be so sure to rate us on whatever. Go
0: ahead. So it looks like Brock Lesnar's WWE 2K20 rating came in. It looks like it's a 93 overall. What? Yeah, so whenever we get all the ratings, we'll be back with our annual ratings show uh, for the 2K20 ratings, but they are just as puzzling as normal. Uh, if you've heard any of our rate 2K rating shows and how they don't tend to work like other 2K games.
1: <laughs> Super weird. 93, huh? Yeah, so... Whatever. Um, so yeah. that's the end of the show. Be sure to rate us on whatever app you're using to listen to this. Uh, tell the folks about the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our friends at powerslam.tv, to sponsor of the show. If you're a fan of independent pro wrestling, they have over 5,000 hours of footage from all over the world. Uh, you can use the code Social Suplex to get your free month's trial. Don't forget to visit ProWrestlingTees.com slash Social Suplex and pick up some Social Suplex Podcast Network merchandise. Be sure to check out uh, the other shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. On Sundays, we have this show, One Nation Radio. On Tuesdays or Mondays, we have Keep It a Strong Style. On Wednesdays, we have the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. On every other Wednesday, we have Roman Washes Shit. On Thursdays, we have Get In The Ring. And on Saturdays, we have All Things Elite. Thanks for listening.